<laughs> I've heard how much people just absolutely hate that show. I just kind of got sick of it. We're talking about Star Wars tonight. Okay, what's up, guys? Oh. This is... This is oh. Yeah, welcome to the Out of Space Games podcast. Tonight, we're talking about Star Wars. I know it's been a little bit of time since we've gotten together. Uh, everyone sounds different because they're different people, except for me. My name is Jay. My name is Sean. I'm Ryan. I'm Josh. And I'm Parker. So like I said, we got a few new people. Um, don't worry, the other guys, they're still alive. Um, <laughs> they just couldn't make it. Some of them haven't seen it. So um, yeah, we're just going to, uh, these are listeners actually to the podcast. Back yeah, when yeah we once, were, once in a yeah. blue moon, hey, actually. You know yeah, once. Um, <laughs> they've never heard it before. <laughs> I would call myself a subscriber. I wouldn't exactly call myself a listener. <laughs> okay. Hey, we'll, we'll take that. We'll take that. I um, share your stuff on Facebook. <laughs> But anyways, uh, I, I guess another year, another Star Wars. So, you know, we're going to talk about some other movies and stuff, too. This will probably just be kind of a, a end-of-the-year movie recap, talk about... Should we just get into it, I guess? Oh, oh, oh you guys can talk about yourselves. Uh, maybe. No. No? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I mean, okay. Go ahead. Sure. Okay. So, um, I must say, I, I really enjoy seeing movies, playing games. Not board games, obviously, of course. Video games, those are my thing. Um, I would say if it comes to that, I would know more about that than most of the things we'd be talking about tonight. But other than that, I do see pretty much everything else and read everything else. So I do know what's going on. So I like to think I'm not a complete moron when it comes to this subject. So you didn't get Battlefront 2. Don't even get you started on Battlefront 2, I swear to God. Or Battlefront 1. I did get Battlefront 1. I'm just surprised kids these days still read. (laughs) <laughs> hey i have a twitter nah. i have an instagram i read plenty yeah don't even get me started on battlefront 2 that just left a sour uh, taste yeah. in my mouth for the year okay so uh this yeah. is josh by the yeah. way this is josh uh i'd like to say i'm filling in for jared if he's listening um <laughs> jared just calls in he is not filling in for me <laughs> i like movies too obviously um i think marvel is far superior than DC. Is there anyone that would argue that? Uh, I actually know a couple of people that would like to argue that, but they lose nah. every time. They lose that argument every time. But yeah, um, I'd say I'm a Star Wars fan and uh, Marvel fan, all that kind of stuff. Yankees fan. Yankees oh, fan. Yeah. God, the Big Yankees baseball. Bad. Don't even be going on that. Wearing a Yankees scarf right mm-hmm. now. You like that University of Michigan too, I heard. Uh, I'm, you know. Oh, converting? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell my girlfriend. So <laughs> <laughs> right. She won't listen. So yeah. Hey, at the end of the day, he's a star. <laughs> he's a star. Yeah, I'm an LCC star. When we're, it really comes, we're down out to here that. to change the universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm Ryan. Farmer. I hang out with the. Okay, yeah, I'm a farmer. Um, <laughs> that explains a lot about what you're gonna hear. <laughs> he but, just goes, "What Star Wars again? Was that like, the one?" He's like, "When I grew up, I wanted to be Luke." <laughs> <laughs> My favorite character was Captain Kirk. (laughs) (laughs) Gandalf does really good in this episode. uh, Oh my god! No, I like I like coming and watching these movies with the guys. Uh, We all kind of hang out, check them out, and I play board games. I like board games, unlike this Parker dude over here. But uh, he enjoys a good Monopoly here and there. Oh yeah, that stuff gets crazy. I also do like board games and video games. Just thought I'd add that in.
All right, so that's a that's a quick intro about them. But like I said, we're talking about Star Wars today. There's kind of no format. We'll just kind of. Um, I just want to note that these guys went to see it without me, uh-huh. and I had to go figure my own way. <laughs> to be, we should be planning this. At the last I bought minute. the tickets the night it went on sale, and it sold out quicker than. I don't even know. It sold out it so true. fast. He came, he came to class the next day. He's like, hey, I bought you a Star Wars ticket. You owe me 10 bucks and an extra 10 for your girlfriend. And I was like, wait, I didn't know. When does Star Wars come out again? <laughs> <laughs> I have a girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, are we spoiling this movie? Uh, not not initially. Not initially. Um, okay. Well, just wanted to be sure. We can give our, just go so, around and give our first okay. our over impressions over. and whether all people right, should go right. see it or not. Okay. But we'll, okay. we'll spoil it pretty quickly, but um, we'll... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, Give I feel like minutes. if we're going to talk about it, but honestly, like if you're going to listen to a podcast about Star Wars, I feel like you, you, you should have seen it. You yeah. have seen it by now. Yeah. So. What are we f- or you should expect in? a spoiler, right? So. Yeah. If you if you haven't, you ain't missing. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. I'm kidding. Guys, <laughs> geez, relax, man. All right. Who wants? Who's up? Um, I'll start. So the thing I'll say about this movie is I think it is an absolutely a really good movie. I don't think it's a great Star Wars movie. I think a lot of the things that they led up to in episode seven, they kind of just throw out the window in episode eight. It's almost like I like to call JJ Abrams the handyman of the Star Wars universe because he can fix anything. So the thing is, I don't know how much he can fix in episode nine after a lot of the stuff that I saw in episode eight, because a lot of the things I saw in episode eight gave me really, really bad flashbacks to the stuff I saw in like episode one, two and three that I don't know can be fixed. So <laughs> I, I feel really strongly that this is like probably the best movie that I think the Star Wars universe has put out, but I don't think it is the best Star Wars movie. Yeah, that's fair. As I've seen it twice already. Uh, I saw it on opening night, and I saw it again the following Sunday. Um, I think that, you know, if you want my honest opinion, like, so it is a, a li- you know, it was a little slow in the beginning, kind of like <laughs> Jay said coming out of the theater that Poe makes him fall asleep. I'm with, I'm with <laughs> him right there. <laughs> Sorry, Oscar Isaac, stick to Apocalypse. But um, I, to be completely honest, I think I like The Force Awakens just a tad better. I would say so much more. No, so much more. I don't know. Just um, I, you know, I wish, like I want. You know, without spoiling it, I wish they just would have done a lot more with Luke than what they, like, intended it to be. Because, like, all the trailers and all the, like, you know, hype was like, oh, Luke's going to do all this. But then he was in it for, like, probably only 15, 20 minutes. So, compared to his 10 seconds and 15, 20 minutes of actual screen time. I think he was in the whole movie. But I think that they just didn't use him for a majority of it. Mm -hmm. And then what they did to him, I'm just like, eh, I don't know if I agree with that. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it started slow, but uh, it's, I think of the latest Star Wars movies, it tops them. Um, The best they produced, Mm -hmm. yes. I think it does. For the latest, I mean, everything, all aspects of it, uh, the graphics, everything, I think was the best it had. Are you talking about Star Wars Battlefront 2 or are we talking about Star (laughs) Wars The Last Jedi? Are you talking about the Clone Wars? (laughs) (laughs) I just saw that was on Netflix the other day. (laughs) But, I mean, like, everything, I mean, without spoiling it, when you come later in with uh, uh, Luke Skywalker, it really changed things. You see things you didn't expect to see. That took me off guard, uh, and I thought they did that, handled that well. I think it's worth a watch in the theaters. Um, The cinematography and everything is pretty 
nice to look at. And I'm with Farm Boy here. I do, <laughs> I do like this Jeez. over <laughs> Force Awakens and Rogue One. I do have some issues as a person that grew up with the original trilogy of some of the directions they're taking, but I do like some of the other changes they made to be very vague. Yeah, I think I think I'm with Parker, especially what you said. Um, how I've been describing to everyone is, it's a better movie than it is a Star Wars movie, and I think maybe taken out of the universe or like not like main storyline canon, I think it would have been more acceptable without some of these characters. Yeah. In some ways, they were almost cameos anyway. So. Yeah, the one thing I thought about going into this movie was if they would have taken out the Luke Skywalkers, the Princess Leias, and all the characters they'd already established, I still think it would have been a really good movie. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't see how we're supposed to care about these characters when it doesn't seem like the film cares about them to begin with. Yeah, so um, I, I don't think there's much else we can really say without kind of getting into what happens in the movie, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know how many minutes we're, we are in, but basically, yeah. Spoiler warning, starting now. Yes. We'll yeah, give you five out. seconds to yeah. <laughs> close out. When I found you, I saw raw, untamed power. And beyond that, something truly special. So he's going to start from the beginning, work our way through it, or what? I don't know. Just kind of whatever comes to mind. I, I think maybe one thing that stands out is that we didn't all say, oh, this was the best movie ever. I think Absolutely. There was, yeah. some, there was um, some things we had to preface it with. So at, at least gut reaction. And, and granted, we are, what, two weeks after the release? Two or three. Yeah. Something two. like Two that. weeks this Friday. Apparently Already had like crazy. the biggest drop off <laughs> in Star Wars history or something like that. 62%, Friday to Friday. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Dang. It That's also, not good. <laughs> it also has like a really low Rotten Tomatoes um, user score. Yeah, viewer score. So well, um, I don't, I, I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's like a fifty-six percent well, or whatever. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get into all yeah. that, but um, it definitely sounds like it's more mixed than yeah than everyone's opinions. Um, maybe maybe to start because you you kind of a few of you guys have mentioned where you uh, ranked the other ones maybe or, or you liked. Uh, just to give an idea of, of of what you felt about the other ones, so we can have a little context. M- myself, I um, before this one, I think Rogue One was my favorite. I did not care for Force Awakens that much. I'm not sure if I like this one more than than Rogue One. I haven't seen this one a second time, so I think this was more daring than Rogue One. Rogue One's felt too safe for me, and Force Awakens felt way too safe. Like it was so derivative that I couldn't. I don't know. It just Force Awakens pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my biggest issues with this movie was that how daring it was because I felt like that ninety percent of this movie was so like spoilers are on. They kind of just went your throat and just wouldn't stop going because a lot of the stuff that they established in this last movie, they're just like, all right, well here's the answer, and we're just like, wait a minute. All right, so biggest one: Why would you kill Snoke in this eighth movie? When the character hadn't been established, you we don't know much. who he is. <laughs> like, I still can't get over this. I can't, I don't get why. Like, why is he just this ominous character that nobody knows what's going on and then you just decide to kill him off with no backstory? I think that he was, I think the idea of him was a really good villain. I think what he could have been was what they were alluding to was that the, he was this huge badass 
force wielder that no one in the universe could top i think that would have been really cool to see especially with the characters they had with all their issues that they have but still i don't get why they did it it just kind of because the writer didn't like anything that because he didn't like the last movie yeah Yeah. i mean (laughs) wasted i get what you're saying but in some ways like i'm fine with because they're so now they're setting up kylo to be like the The supreme leader yeah yeah which is cool and and I like the idea that we're we're getting to see that journey and and maybe they're not doing the best job of, of getting yeah. there. But at least they're setting it up so it's not some guy out of the shadows who you've never heard of. Yeah, that's what I was but, gonna say. You know, because I'm more interested. We haven't. I mean, I'm not a fan of the prequels, and that's what kind of made me lose my my love for Star Wars as a kid. Um, you had a love for Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. And and the prequels like ruined that. You know. Because I don't feel like they really showed Anakin's Growth. journey towards the, the dark, dark side. side. They just kind of yeah. threw him at it. Right? And I, I, what I'm really hoping they do is, is show that with Kylo. And Kylo is what Anakin should have been. Yeah. In the prequels. Yeah. So. But, yeah. Um, no, I, I hear you on Snoke. I didn't really care for him in The Force Awakens. Neither did I. I didn't really care about that. Um, I care what he could have been. Yeah. yeah. Like, even if they gave us just one or two lines about, like, you know, where he came from, and stuff. Came, yeah, something about him that that would have, I think, appeased a lot of people that are complaining about that. But yeah, I don't. I, one thing I've always like complained about is everything's always tied to the Sky, Skywalker's and the Solos, so they're kind of moving away from that in this movie, which I liked. Yeah, mm-hmm. granted, you know, Kylo's still a Solo, but right, right, he's, he's a very loose Skywalker, is what I've mm-hmm. come to. Yeah, but I, I like how the Basically, like you have other, you're expanding into just random people now. Yeah, being able right. to like raise parents for nobodies, and that boy at the end of the movie that used the force. God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, about that. Yeah, about that. <laughs> last thing I want to touch in is. <laughs> so last thing I want to touch is I know that we're establishing some of these random characters. <laughs> I don't think all of them are good by <laughs> any means. Who was the one girl that came in? Who was like the. I, what was she like a slave hand on the freaking resistance ship that um tases finn what's her name rose, rose. 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 worst part of the entire movie <laughs> oh, man. I, like you uh, remember you know. jar jar binks <laughs> oh, I don't that's think what i remember so. looking uh, at her if jar jar could speak perfect english uh easily the least part least favorite part of that entire movie was just how stupid some of her lines were I think having some of the new characters, though, you're talking about it being, like, cutthroat, you know. I think that helps with having it kind of cutthroat going right at you. They keep introducing these new characters, but then they keep using them, and then they're dying off, too. Like, they come in, they come out. I think that <laughs> helped. I, I think that just helped them kind of keep the movie going along without uh, all the, oh, we're going to go do this now with that narration there. We're jumping in a lot in the details. I think maybe what was your gut reaction, like, because time has passed, but I, I know walking out of the theater, I was like, man, I, I kind of I enjoyed that experience I had in the theater. Yeah, because um, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't picking at it too much because I feel feel like overall, I didn't necessarily feel like it was slow. I think the pacing was. was yeah, I don't. I don't get your thing about the opening scene being slow. I thought um, I thought was the, the opening scene was really cool. It wasn't really the opening scene was slow. Like I don't know the whole like casino part. Oh, okay. The progression. Terrible yeah. scene. Oh, no. The, no, the opening scene was a bombing scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bombing scene, that, I that's, that's really fine. cool. I was talking yeah, about that, the whole thing with Finn and Rose and, like, rescuing the animals and stuff. I think that yeah, the right. whole movie was just, just what are we going to have Finn do this entire movie? Yeah. Like, I, was, like, the one thing I was thinking of walking out of that movie was, if Finn would have been, like, in that little, like, pod that we saw him in the very first trailer, 
because like it looked like what Finn was going to be doing was he was going to be like out this entire movie. I was strangely okay with that because I didn't have any problems with, you know, maybe Finn not sitting this one out for maybe like 70% well, they, of this movie. And they still make Finn, Finn, I think, is still potentially the most interesting character. character. Yeah, I agree. And they do absolutely I don't think nothing they did with him. Yeah, they, with with they, they, don't, think he, they put him on the B team for yeah, this movie. Yeah, like, totally did. You can, totally you can explore did. so much of like, he was, ah, oh, man. So many of these characters, they they were just like archetypes. Yeah. And, and instead of being characters in, I don't know. No, like, yeah, Finn, and, Finn was wasted and he got paired with Rose. So those two re- really had nothing to do like the entire movie because um, they yeah. failed in their mission. So <laughs> yeah. it did nothing for the resistance in the end. I, so I think my biggest problem with the Finn Rose thing is is, is when she's like. When she kissed him. Yeah, and the whole line, the whole line <laughs> oh about you know, we, what was it? Something about love. I just I don't even want to know. Oh, it's like oh, we fight. For we don't what die we... for whatever. We fight for what we love. Okay. Yeah, and, and like in movie time, that was like what? Because they the ship only had X number of hours of fuel. So yeah, like they've known each other less than a day. And she, she and, already loves him. Yeah, it's like, like it's Hallmark and like, Star what happened Wars. To this, like that lifetime what happened movie. To this Ray character that was like, you know, we spent the whole last movie getting yeah. to know, and here you are just inputting yourself and like and in entire some situation. Ways, like, it's the same thing. I feel like uh, Kylo and uh, Ray, they're like forcing this like connection when it's okay if they if it develops more slowly mm-hmm. instead of they're gonna like distance travel them by using like I don't want. I don't like it when they're using the force as the Deus Ex Machina. Like, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. we need something to happen. Oh, we can just have the force do it do for it. us. I think, those are, I think those are cool scenes. First of all, yeah. I think those are really yeah. cool idea. I just don't agree with how they did it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like an afterthought. Well, oh, shoot, it's like we your need... your your enemy. Like they want to make that a little more personal. Yeah, I guess technically it did appear in what Empire and Return of the Jedi. Where they sense each other, yeah. 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 Like, Vader I was just and Luke Empire. are actually talking, and then I think Luke and Leia had yeah, a Yeah, Luke and Leia. Mm-hmm. When okay. he's in That's Cloud when he City. called him to get the Falcon or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's happened The precedent's before, there, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, they, they're using it in a much more, like, in-your-face type of thing. So, yeah, the Force powers are definitely... They're going all over the place Can now. we talk about the most famous use of the Force powers at this movie? What's that? Um, apparently, you can breathe in space now, or you can get blown up and <laughs> bring yourself back in the ship like nothing happened. Yeah, that was. I looked at. I was sitting next oh. to Ryan. I was like, oh, <laughs> "What? What? They did I it was like, the wrong movie for a second. Yeah. That that should that have been it. where they just. Cut I thought out that was it. Leia. I thought she's I'm dead. Like, right, I'm like, okay, we killed her. That's fine. Right. Okay, with how I'm they like, ended. She that. died in real life, so this is where it ends. But nope, <laughs> they. Like, <laughs> I feel like the only the way they can if they're gonna get rid of her now. Like you start, you find her at the very beginning where she's talking to R two D two. How she comes in, you know. Yeah. And like I feel like if they're gonna kick her out now, they almost have to the new what's the little bot, the little orange bot. BB eight. Yeah, BB eight. I feel like the only way they can kick her out now is like if she's talking to him, you know. Instead of kind of like a peaceful in, peaceful out, where they they should have just kicked her out in space, though. Yeah. Honestly, like, why did they bring her back to begin with? I don't think she had a very big role to play in the rest of the movie. They also did Admiral Akbar so dirty. Yeah, they did do that. <laughs> I mean, but a lot of the people, whether they were established or not, I feel like they they brought too many people in or too many things in. Yep, mm-hmm. I agree. Like, I I want to talk about three encounters with creature or three creatures. All right, you have those little. 
porgs. Porg, sure. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Don't get me going. I will, I will defend the porgs. I'm mean, sure. Really like those things. Those things, you have the uh, milking. Yeah. And oh, then, oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That, yeah. That, that was know? weird. Unnecessary. Yeah. And then. Um, episode four throwback. Yeah. You're talking about the one in the ice, casino? Ice foxes. Oh, ice foxes. The, as, soon as, you, oh, yeah. as soon as they talked about the them, you're like, oh my gosh, that's going to be like the... <laughs> the ex machina, right? Yeah, yeah. This is their escape. Well, what about the island nuns? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's I like, for, the I like comic them. relief. I don't know. So are, they, are they past that point, though, where they need to like... Do oh. that? So, fun fact, there were puffins on the island that they filmed at. So, rather than remove them all digitally they just drew over them with porgs really oh that's why is that why it looks so weird flying away when chewbacca yeah so when in the distant shots when they're flying around they're probably just actual puffins oh yeah 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 (laughs) okay that's what i figured yeah all right i didn't know they're so they just got creative with that one It's like, what are they? What are they going for? I, I guess with Carrie Fisher or with the creatures, <laughs> everything. Yeah. Like that's what I was thinking. Okay. With a lot of this movie was. I mean, is it maybe where maybe are they that's going? Part of the this? issue is that that they switch directors. So they, who's the head? Like Kathleen Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. But you know, it felt so disjointed. Like we made a movie and we set up this stuff, and then someone else just came comes in and is like, good or bad, but whatever we thought of the first one was like. Let's just forget all that and, and then reestablish this new thing. And so I think part of the hate, I mean, regardless of the actual choices they made, it just stems from we're building this anticipation based off the knowledge we were given with this last movie. And then it's just thrown out the window almost. Well, like literally, like cause yeah. the first thing you see Luke do is throw the lightsaber over his shoulder. Yeah. So that's yeah. like a literally like, yeah. Whatever you w- we set up for you last movie is like psych. You're That's not a gone. great tone piece yeah. for yeah. the rest of this movie. Actually, yeah. is the thing we ne- we need to talk about Luke because it it felt like it was Mark Hamill in Star Wars and not Luke. Luke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm like it didn't seem like Luke. I didn't see. Like, I think Luke was in this movie honestly. So I like I watched the original trilogy before I went and saw and like it, they just seemed like two different characters. Yeah, it's like Island Luke and then regular. Oh, what's Luke. up, Mark Hamill? Because that's that's how he. Hamill even came out and said he doesn't like this Luke either. Yeah, he didn't agree with like the stuff Johnson. Did I think the movie. person who wrote, wrote and directed it had his idea of what Luke was, Ryan Johnson, and had his idea of what it was, and he didn't kind of want to go with what was already established. That kind of seems to be a theme for this entire movie. Yeah, I don't think he understands Luke because the whole thing about Luke was he was able to find in the the worst you know figure possible his father. He was able to find some light in him and help redeem him, and he's literally a new hope, they th- man. Yeah, they, they named threw the out movie. After. They threw out all of that. <laughs> they threw out all of that, which is why why I think a lot of the fans of the original trilogy are like you know pissed off at Ryan Johnson. And I, I don't <laughs> think they're wrong. You know, I don't, I don't have as strong of an attachment, but I feel like if you if you watch the the entire series as a whole, it's building up to a certain point and to. To simply dismiss it because of like, yeah, we want to throw you something different that you're not expecting. Uh, that that doesn't necessarily make it good storytelling or or engaging at all. Yeah, no, we were just running for shock. I think that's what this whole movie was was running for shock. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like, oh, we didn't yeah. expect to kill this guy, so we're gonna do it. But like, 
like Game of Thrones does that a lot. But I don't think it's, it feels different. In Game of Thrones, it feels like stuff will happen to you and, and it doesn't matter if, if you're a hero, stuff will still happen. Game of Thrones is also like a six or seven season show with like hour long episodes. Yeah, like, yeah. Game of Thrones, like when stuff happens, though, like someone dies, there's always consequence, which I don't think they plan mm. in this when they're writing someone off. They don't. They're not thinking ahead of any consequence. Yeah, I mean, it's it, just like, oh, let's ne- do next- it, and we'll figure out in the next movie and yeah. explain it away. You know. I guess my issue is, what are we excited for in this next movie? Oh, I'm excited for Poe Dameron telling us why. Luke did what he did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this dude. <laughs> Can I be honest? Like, po. one of the biggest letdowns of this entire movie was like, I really liked Poe in this last dude, in the last movie. I liked him in the first. Yeah, and like, I thought finally, he was great. he's yeah. doing awesome stuff, and then suddenly he, he becomes, start off the movie. Yeah, he's like Mr. Exposition. Like, oh, maybe they're doing this so we can do this. Let's explain to the audience exactly what our motivation is, so no one gets lost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's hey, like, these ice foxes. Guess what? They have a little hole we can follow because no one in their mind can think of there might be a hole where they come from until we saw one there's like, only one entrance and exit really hey luke's actually given us time to escape <laughs> maybe we should like come on dude yeah, uh, yeah I, huge letdown was the poe dameron character i liked yoda coming in though coming That's back I, mean, I didn't think, i didn't know that was coming i, yeah, I, did I didn't know that was that coming, coming either i thought that was a good surprise they brought in i think it would have been a lot cooler if like the luke character would have been a lot better like is the thing because like i was like oh man look at this yoda's back and i'm like who's talking back to him just the whole like i get that they were trying to go back and like to the original like fifth movie because like luke's like lost and all this bs that he's got going on but like just like i really enjoyed yoda coming back like don't get me wrong but it's almost like they didn't earn that right yet like if they would have brought back like obi-wan or someone like that i would have been really upset because it's almost like I think it's the same way with, like, the MCU movies. Like, you have to earn, like, bringing a cameo into a movie. So, like, if you want to establish this character like the Black Panther or someone like that, he has to have a really successful movie in order for him to maybe bring in, like, a Steve Rogers or a Winter Soldier in a later movie. If he doesn't have a good movie, you can't just throw that character in and make it good. That's my biggest issue with it. Yeah, it, like, I don't feel like they've earned that right to bring in those guys yet. Well, it, or you can create the the reason, and I don't think they ever gave a strong enough reason for Luke to be there, except for he left because he distro- or like yeah. he ruined everything. He feels like yeah, and also like them. Okay, they got rid of the extended universe from like all the Dark Horse stuff um, back in the day. Yeah, but like yeah, Luke had you know he goes through like so much. In mm-hmm. those in those tales or whatever, he goes to the dark side, comes back. He his force powers, you know, go up. I don't need a superhuman Luke, but I don't need him just being like a total defeatist of himself and doing nothing for like decades. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's partly JJ's fault, though. And so I think what I was gonna say, um, Kylo's initial turn is a flashback. It's I don't know. I feel like that's so it's such a lazy way to tell a story yeah because then you don't have to explain it and it's just like it happened either, either tell it or, or don't you know when the joker talks about his scars he's not like actually doing it because no one cares. Well, i don't think they've ever used flashbacks also played by star Mark wars Hamill. movies before i don't think so either yeah they've, they've never used it before and yeah which like you said it's super lazy 
because then there's it just leads to a whole bunch of unanswered questions that don't nice necessarily need need to be like you have this whole setup with this training school and then and then it's just completely wiped out it just feels too monumental of an event that happened in universe for you to just forget about hey it happened you know yeah um, believe this i was gonna bring up something on a tv show where they did the same thing but i'd be really embarrassed if i shared <laughs> what tv show yeah glee <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can not share that <laughs> no okay i'll say it no Oh, so. <laughs> oh wait! I thought you were kidding. Continue. Yeah, yeah I'd like to hear this. Well, I can't think of any other uh, thing off the top of my n- mind. There's a there's a big like pregnancy that becomes like the whole like uh, it's like the whole crux of season one, and it happens in between season uh, episode one and episode two. Episode two, <laughs> like they do a flashback, and then that like is the 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 crux of the whole entire season. Not that I have any sort of like, you, you know, just critical got all the analysis on DVD. Of- <laughs> yeah, that's fine. My wife watches it at night. <laughs> My wife and I, our relationship was a lot younger. We would watch stuff together now. <laughs> that would never happen. I think, like, with you were talking Luke Skywalker, get off glee here. Um, <laughs> Luke Skywalker going back, how he's just not himself anymore. The scene where uh, Ray blasts a hole through the wall. Like, I feel like, and she just comes out, oh, I was cleaning or whatever. If there was that much of the force going on there and Luke Skywalker has had this whole past, how would he not just be like, oh, okay, yeah, you're cleaning. I think you're a lot of that or whatever. movie is this way, though. It's, it's a, I think a lot of the things that happen in this movie, you're just kind of like, really? You didn't know that? You didn't notice the little lightsaber sitting next to you just start yeah. turning and it turn on? Really, Snoke? I thought you were this all-powerful being. And then yeah. he's just ignorant to the He's just ignorant to the point where he dies. And then Kylo, how he just continuously switches. Like he almost went good again as he kills Snoke there. And then the I think that was a really gone. cool scene, by the way. Yeah. It, was. it was. That was, that was insane. one of but my favorite scenes of the whole movie. But that's, see, that's, when Kylo does that, that's to trick the audience. Or to keep the audience guessing. Yeah, yeah. Of instead yeah. of Instead yeah. of like... Because I don't feel like it builds his character no. necessarily. Maybe that no. he's torn, but... Yeah, just uh, riding the fence. Yeah, I know what I was going to say. Is that, why don't you let your heroes just be heroes and stay heroes? It's like, <laughs> it's okay if Luke went out, like, on top as a hero. Like, we want to see what, what a Jedi looks like. Not not a young aspiring, this is, like, on the journey, but, like, dude, when, you, when you've achieved... What everyone's trying to reach, what does that look like? And d- don't be afraid of like grabbing it and, and going for it and showing us a vision of it instead of being like, we don't want to touch that. Because that's, that's what it feels like. Yeah. We're too afraid. Yeah, well, yeah, they, they do that to like Leia and Han too. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody yeah, from the yeah. original trilogy has like a happy ending. Maybe Chewbacca, but even <laughs> yeah. he couldn't eat the pork because they didn't want him to have a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds very scary. You must be so brave. I think all in all, there are definitely a lot of issues in this movie. But I think the biggest disservice it does is I I think that there's a huge majority of the Star Wars audience that just is not excited for this next Star Wars movie. I think walking out of episode seven, whether you loved it or you hated it, you were like, all right, I'm ready for episode eight. When is it? Two years away? Oh, that's really far away. Yeah. If that's episode true. nine was four years away, 
I wouldn't care. Like, even if this movie wrapped it the whole thing, I would have just been like, all right, there it is. I think there's still that danger because the next film coming out is in the May. solo movie, yeah. which looks and sounds, well, it's, we haven't looked at it. It sounds horrible. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that. Donald Glover is Lando. Who wants to watch? I love Donald Glover. So, I, I not a Star him. Wars movie. They're about so to do so have, dirty in this movie. If we have half the fan base not liking this one, and then the next one bombs, Nine's going to suffer you know, from yeah. what even they have set great. up now. And then there's even another. Movie, there's, yeah, yeah, even if it's yeah. And then there's going to be another anthology after that one. With Ryan Johnson, which is the writer and director of this one. Like I understand it's difficult because you're trying to... Melka series, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so many stories. I mean, I don't want to bring out extended universe. The Star Wars like, cinematic that's not, universe. That's not, why, just, yeah. that's not why I don't like these movies. It's not because there's this, all this established canon. Those stories are cool. I understand they're not canon anymore, but it, it's, like you said, playing it safe without really going anywhere with it, you know? Yeah. And you're just left unsatisfied. I don't know. Just go for something crazy. But it, I think with these huge franchises, people are too, like, taking a risk is not the same as shock value. And I think they went right. with shock value as like, oh, we're taking a risk. No, you, you didn't. You, pl- you played it safe and you just got away with what you I think they answered with. questions that we didn't think would get answered. And that's kind of what they were leaning on. They were just like, oh, they're going to see all this and it's going to blow their minds. And I don't think they're going to know how to react. And that's really what's going to drive this film. But at the end of the day, it upset more people than it really pulled in. And I think that was the biggest issue that I mean, they couldn't get over. Before we sat down and talked, I think... I thought I would be a lot higher in this movie because walking out of it, I was like, "Man, that I had a good time." Better than Force Awakens, you know. You're thinking, and and like, what are we nitpicking? Is all is all the all the story bits, you know? Yeah, what I mean? because that's what let us down, not not necessarily mm-hmm. all the other parts. I mean, we haven't even talked about Ray because it, it was like, yeah, she's a Jedi. She's the last Jedi. Okay, we understand. <laughs> I think part of the issue though too is. Part of the biggest hype to start out was you have all the original characters coming back, all the big heroes. They all come back. Rip so. Well, now that, yeah, they're dying in real life, like, you can't have the original heroes always there, and they're just kind of building off what's left. Yeah, so either you're going to have a lot of CG Leia or... Geez. Yeah, I was about to say that. Well, and the problem yeah. is the new characters are not as cool as the original. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, I, like, no one really... Well, Finn. See, that's a whole. Finn could have been something, and mm. I now I don't care about him after this yeah, movie. Yeah, that's yeah. I like I the whole talk about the whole that. casino bit. You could have cut that half an hour. You could have cut of the movie. that. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Was there slow. was no reason that, for okay, that. So I want to talk about that. So like episode seven, like they um yeah Finn the is such a great character, character in episode seven. Finn, you, like great John Boyega, great actor. He portrayed him very well. And then in this movie, they just like threw him into that casino bit. Like okay, so they need to turn off the uh, whatever on the lead ship so that they don't mm-hmm. track him through light speed. But they go through a casino and they have to find this guy with a red flower thing on his lapel. They don't even talk to him. Yeah. They get yeah. thrown in. <laughs> they don't even talk to him. They show him for like five seconds. They throw him into jail. And then uh, DJ, I think his name, that character. like That's a horrible name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Star Wars but, universe. Like, they just throw, what's his name? Toro. I know that's his last name. I don't know his first name. Benicio Del yeah. Toro. Yeah. They just throw him in there. Because he was supposed to play a Darth Maul in episode one. I read that. So they gave him a part. But then, like, you know, he turns them in to the dark side for money. But then they all blow up. And, and of course, Rose and <laughs> Finn are the only ones who Survive. live. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I just feel like that whole setup wasn't to destroy the tracking thing. It looked like, I mean, the whole thing with Captain Phasma, too. Like, the death of Captain Phasma mm. and stuff. Like, I, it was just useless. Like, they, they just threw Finn away. Like they took everything they made of him in episode seven and just made him like a B side, a, a B line character. Like, 
you said. Yeah, and like, yeah, Phasma, they still didn't do anything with her, like, yeah. in either of these movies. Um, there's just too many characters. Uh, but, so. the, but not used well, because I was just going to say, like, Mar- Marvel... Disney um, owns the whole world. Marvel knows yeah. how to, like, <laughs> juggle characters, not so that they all have starring roles, but so that they're meaningful, or it, maybe not meaningful, but they're at least impactful within the movie. Yeah. I don't think I have a rose in the MCU is the thing. I don't think I have one character where I can look at and just be like, I absolutely despise every time this character's name gets mentioned. Oh, Iron Man, but... I'm Jared, uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> That's totally what he would say. <laughs> but yeah, like... Kathleen Kennedy is no Kevin Foggy. She, I, she doesn't know what she's doing. I don't think she has any vision. Oh no! Because you're just gonna let Ryan Johnson write however he wants with like no oversight. That's what happened in this movie. I agree. So yeah, I'm worried about nine because I don't think there's any plan. Like I really think that JJ they... just pitched the thing like right before Christmas. Oh my god! So <laughs> yeah. You know, they don't know what they're doing. The thing is, like, you can tell with the, with the MCU, because, like, I feel like you can draw comparisons, because, like, if the Star Wars universe wants to be good, I think they need to look at the MCU and see what they do well, because that's a long-running franchise that can pretty much go without end, like, if they wanted to. Well, the thing with the Star Wars movies are, I feel like they don't have any vision about where they're going to go or where they're going to end up, when if you're watching, you know, the second Avengers movie, you know where they're going to go, you know where they're going to end up. Well, the biggest issue with Star Wars right now is I think they're going from a movie-to-movie basis when I think this is the last franchise that needs to go movie-to-movie basis because Star Wars is going to outlive each and every one of us. And that's I don't think they're ever going to stop making those movies just because of the amount of money it brings in mm-hmm. and how much revenue it produces for Disney. Well, the thing is, if you're not going to you know lead that universe somewhere new and like somewhere that hasn't been before, what are you doing? Like at least develop a story that we care about that has, that has an overarching story that we, like we want to keep coming back for when if they keep putting out movies like you know last jedi i think you're just gonna start killing off the fan base one by one yeah because it's gonna go downhill i mean they had those great characters they had a great place they could have left off but then they keep going downhill because here's the thing about star wars it, compared to other like famous franchises for instance star trek right star trek fans they hate they hate every star trek that comes out the new ones, you mean with Chris yeah, yeah, Pine it, does, and it doesn't, like that. yeah, it doesn't matter what. Yeah, if it's a new series that they, they, they hate it, yeah, they hate it, like and Beyond that, and stuff. A lot of these uh, franchises are the same way. You you create a new one, everyone hates it. Yeah, um, because it's it's not mine. And with Star Wars, you always had people just want more. We want more. We want more. Yeah, but what you're saying is like it's it's so evident that fans have turned, and I think that says a lot that you have fans who who have this undying love. And and it's it's out of a place of, gosh, I sound like Rose. Out of a place of love that that makes you hate so much. No, but you know what I'm saying. It, it's it's. <laughs> like, like, I think what, I think what you're saying is right. They're, they're killing fans that like never thought they would ever see the day where they absolutely hate a Star Wars movie. But like I never thought I'd be at the day where I'd not be excited for a Star Wars movie. But and I it, could care less. And what it's comes not because next. they didn't do like what I would have done. Or, you know, speaking as a fan, or what that fan would have done. But it just. Like I think Star Wars is a verb. It's not very Star Wars. Like that. Like I think it's reached a point where that like can be used as an adjective for something. And I think this movie was not very Star Wars. Yeah, you know, like okay, I know none of you guys watch Star Trek Discovery, but absolutely not. The, and, new, the new one. Yeah, yeah. 
You do? I mean, I've seen bits and pieces, okay. but you know. I mean, I haven't watched it all. I That's would watch fault. more, but Whatever. Jay never watches it. Whatever, dude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but even though it's set in a prequel, and it just, and maybe because there was like an extreme amount of time uh, in between the movies, similar to the first hours, but but at least even though it's a prequel, it just feels like a fresh look. It's different. It feels some ways familiar, but it doesn't because they're not using the same exact. <laughs> it's less people. dorky. So the the. <laughs> fans of the old series they can't handle it i mean granted they're different star trek is star trek's a whole different star trek deal. is sci-fi you know uh star wars is like space fantasy you space know? opera mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that's not a bad thing it's i don't know Didn't Ryan Johnson come out like weeks before the movie saying he wants to make like episodes ten through twelve or something like that? And I'm like, oh man, yeah, I think they I'm gave, not gonna. See. They gave him the keys. That's the thing. Is this? Uh, they, is, I don't it's think, a spinoff, right? It's a spinoff yeah, spin trilogy. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. But you know, like, I think you give him his own just, stuff. That's you gotta fine. lay it to rest. It, okay, even point. even the Rogue One wasn't like the best movie. I'm I was okay with what they did because they didn't rely on simply these characters and in, in these things. Mm-hmm, yeah, right. So. Even if that was your starting point for a new one, I also thought, what, like, sorry, going off of Rogue One, is that when they brought back characters from old movies, that like they were earned, and like I, I really mm. enjoyed seeing Darth Vader in that movie. I really saw like Organa too. Yeah, I really enjoyed like, seeing those guys. Let's pretend that Rogue One would have ended differently, probably. Anyways, but you know, like you would have watched the next movie. You would have watched. You would have right. been interested in seeing what happened to those characters. That, yeah. With this, it's like, yeah, we'll we'll watch it. I I feel like I almost I will watch it because of it. It says it Star Wars, Wars name yeah. attached to it, yeah. In, in, uh, because like I'm, I'm dying to find out how. Yeah. How I think that's all they care about. Going to explain. That's all they care about <laughs> is getting your. Yeah, it's opening Disney weekend, week one yeah. ticket purchase. They don't, they don't and care about anything else. I really hope that I'll be this guy. I really hope that Episode Nine is like a Guardians of the Galaxy of the Star Wars universe. Where looking at it, I just think this is the stupidest idea you've ever come up with. And walking in, I just think, wow, that was my favorite one. (laughs) (laughs) But that was probably the best one I've ever seen. It's got to be a comeback. My only hesitation is JJ is doing it, and I really didn't like Force Awakens. It's Um, definitely splitting the crowd with JJ directing it because you're either gonna love it, you're gonna hate it. I don't think you can have like a meh opinion on it. Yeah, I, th- I think true. I liked mm-hmm. Force Awakens so much because, like you said when we were talking about it, like it was it was my first Star Wars movie in a theater, and the whole experience thing. It just you know, oh yeah, like you know, it may have not been plot wise or whatever a good movie, but it was just such a great experience. That's oh, why I, I think, I I think so the cultural phen- cultural phenomenon that went along with that movie was like insane. Oh yeah, also, the whole world uh, yeah. opened up to it. I'm not counting uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars that I saw when it came out in 08. Dude, I saw that movie <laughs> for my birthday. It was so good. <laughs> but just okay. So then, tenth birthday. Imagine your first Star Wars movie being <laughs> this <laughs> episode one. Or the Phantom oh. Menace. Was it? Was that yours? Yeah, in oh. the theater. The thing is, I think that's what Star Wars is trying to get back. Though, is like they're trying to get those people back. No, in. I took you to special edition. Yeah, yeah, wait, the okay. 3D. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. No, they when but, they but, first started. But, oh, but we had, yeah, but we yeah, had yeah, seen yeah. those. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, so we we knew the stories and stuff, and it, it was cool seeing them in the theater. For this, it was like the first of a new story and stuff. And in some ways, it was just it was extremely just so much more disappointing. You know. Yeah, and, and not not on f- first viewing, but I think just when you think about it, and you're just like, man, man, 
And you're like, oh, I didn't like that movie. So, I don't know. Over, overall, what, what would you, if you gave a number out of? Out of 10 or something. Sure. Out of 7. <laughs> out of 10. Uh, I would give it, I don't know. Let's say around 6.57 out of 10, maybe. I think originally, walking out of the theater, uh, I'd have gave it probably about an 8.5. But I think looking back on it more, having that couple week gap, probably closer to seven. I'll be that guy. I'll give it a four. Oh, okay. I was really, Leave. really upset with a lot of scenes harsh. in that movie. That like there was just a couple of things that I just couldn't get over walking out of the movie. I'll probably give it a seven and a half. I think. Yeah, I think I'm I was a lot higher. Like I was probably yeah. like an eight and a half when I it f- was a first lot. got out, but. When I saw it the first time, it was probably like an eight, but then I went back and saw it a second time. I'm yeah, like, I saw eh, it a second time. You know? I think it's around seven. And hopefully it doesn't drop more. I don't know. I know there's a lot of stuff we're not like nitpicking. I don't I don't think you need to. Because I think that's what the internet is doing, every little like detail and stuff. But I don't feel like Star Wars really holds up to that type of analysis anyway, that kind of really minute. I mean, we've we've talked about this. All right. Well, you, you don't want us to nitpick about there's no gravity in space, so the bombing thing wouldn't work, and how the hyperdrive <laughs> yeah. blowing up the dreadnought wouldn't make everything too OP. Or how you just do that every time to a Death Star from now on. Yeah. Or how like <laughs> you, you they were in the perfect range, so you literally couldn't do anything. You could shoot them. it out. <laughs> you could, you Apparently, can't. lasers have drop off now. They actually yeah. have ballistics where if I you mean, shoot it, it will drop off exactly enough. You to can't the point try where you to predict like where they might end up. And like you can't have two other star destroyers right next to you, and you just say, "You know what? <laughs> Hyperspace that way. Come back, <laughs> yep. and then just cut them off, and then we're gonna trap them." So that can't be done. There's plenty of stuff to nitpick, but yeah, I, I think that's overall. Unless you guys want to talk more about it, but I feel like grief. It's pretty basic. It's Star Wars Episode Eight, so. Yeah, if you guys ever saw Looper, he has a thing where they're, the old generation is sacrificing themselves so that new kids with powers in the future can <laughs> do stuff. So it's Looper putting this out. I only know one truth. So, um, yeah, we can talk about a few of the movies uh, that came out this year. You had mentioned Guardians. I don't know if we want to start there. Or... Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about Guardians. Yeah, it came out in May, so we yeah, should start it's, there. it's been a while. Um, I thought Guardians Volume 2, walking out of the movie, I thought it was a good movie. I didn't think it was a great movie. First one's I, better. First one, I could definitely agree. I think yeah. first one's in that upper echelon of Marvel movies where it is probably one of the best. And I think that I think one of the big reasons is because like walking into that movie, I didn't want to see it. Like, I saw one trailer for that movie, and I was like, this is the stupidest thing you've ever come up with. But walking out of that movie, I was just like, how did they do that? That being said, I was walking into Guardians 2 with really high expectations, and I don't think it hit it in every aspect. One of the big things I really enjoyed about the first Guardians was the was the mixtape that his mom made him. So, it was an awesome mix. So, uh, yeah. I was really disappointed in the music in this movie. Awesome mix volume 2. Not a fan. Um... I thought some of the comedy was uh, there, there was almost too much 
when I think they could have dialed it back and developed the characters a little bit more. But that being said, it's a Guardians movie, so what do you expect? I felt like it was kind of the whole marketing play was come see it for baby Groot. Mm, yeah. I like how they, though, in that movie, I like how they expanded on Yondu a lot. Yeah, I, I think Yandu is interesting. But like like you were saying, they could do that with a lot of the other characters. And I know they're, I'm not saying following, but basing off a comic book storyline, or at least related to one of them. Uh, the, one of the guys, um, Mike, he was on here for the last Star Wars one we did. He was like, you know, they, they tried to make it like the feel-good movie of the year and, and instead of yeah. letting it. Yeah. Like trying too hard. Yeah, I get, I get that. Because like, well, you can go ahead. Oh, God. Well, I was going to say, like, the first one was so good, so they made the second one, you know, all the marketing and stuff was so big. But, like, I was working at NCG at the time, and, like, it came out, and then, like, a few days later, people just stopped talking about it. All the hype immediately died down, I don't, you know, so. I think the hype and the material behind this movie was it's more of the Guardians that you already know and love, and I think that was the whole marketing behind this movie, and I think that's what the movie ended up being. That being said, I'm not complaining. Really, really enjoy Guardians, really enjoy that universe but that being said i think they at least need to do something new to the point yeah because i don't want to keep sounding like a broken record or just like i'm just down on movies all the time you are down on movies all the time that's That's very true (laughs) but i mean all of these it just feels lazy you know to me like people eventually want stories and and you can only do it for so long like the reason why i'm down on marvel movies isn't because like they're not entertaining it's because like they use, too safe. The, they use the same formula. And I agree. What I didn't like about Deadpool is by the second half of the Deadpool movie is it's the same. It I didn't care for the Deadpool two trailer. It just but it's just it literally is formulaic. I think and, we, when and, we eventually talk about Thor, that's one of that. I think that'd be the biggest one that fell into that this year. Well, I think what well, was this movie like the the second half with Ego that just really didn't hit with me, and then him going all CGI at the end goes back into that formula that Marvel likes to do. And I think that just ruined the character in the end. So it's another one of those Marvel villains where you just... Yeah. You don't care about... You don't care about it at all. But, Maybe one of these yeah. problems is that all these movies, that were like Guardians 1, Iron Man, like all these were received well, but they were all intro stories. Yeah. So they keep like doing that as like, let's introduce you to these characters instead of like, do something with the characters now that we know them. I think that's what we're missing still. I think that's because they've struck out with that in the past. I mean, look at Iron Man. They've tried to do something with that character for so long, and I don't think that they've succeeded <laughs> in doing anything with that character it's because in so long. No one has ever succeeded in doing anything with Iron Man. That's fine. No, outside I'm, of the o- movies, I'm okay with Iron Man 1. You're but shredding no, 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 lightly yeah. here. No, you know what I'm saying? Outside of the movies, no one cares about Iron Man. I agree. True. Yeah, the comics don't sell. Yeah. yeah, no no one reads Iron Man because he's not that interesting of a character. Yeah. You know? I feel I like mean, Tony Stark is oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. I think Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark is interesting. Okay. Yeah. I, I, think, yeah. I think, um, what's the Loki actor? Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston. Tom Holland. I like <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hiddleston as Loki is more interesting than Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. No. Just the, the, uh, then yeah. their no. characters. Now, you know granted, I don't read Thor, but that's because I don't care about Thor. That being said, I don't even think Thor was all that good until Thor Ragnarok. I feel like Iron Man, though, has become more of a comic relief in a lot of the different movies. Everyone he comes in, he's just more of a comic relief. Yeah, than, like in Avengers, I would say. Right. Than an actual influence more than anything. He's just the comic relief I can see in that. that movie. I hate to be that guy, but I really do think that my favorite 
Iron Man was probably Tony Stark in Iron Man 2. When he got drunk? Yes, yeah. because he was, <laughs> he was really? this huge, he was this huge <laughs> douchebag, this whole movie that like thought he was better than everyone else. And like honestly, he was. But like, at least he had a character that like you could like look at and be like, okay, he's got that's a lot of actually, issues. That's one of the more famous story arcs of him yeah falling into alcoholism in the comics. Yeah. Like, I think that was probably like my favorite Iron Man to date. Like, I get where they're going with him now that he's like the Godfather of like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and he's like trying to open up all these doors and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I don't mind like a Tony Stark that like has trouble with like alcohol abuse or oh, is, yeah. is, is getting killed by something he made that like he can't Disney fix. can't handle that. Yeah, I, I think don't it's think they can either. Connection, like a good input from what people actually see. A real it's more of a real life hero type deal. Just don't do anything stupid. All right? Yeah. All right. Let's go into Spider-Man because I loved Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man yeah, Homecoming. Yeah, Jared, I loved Spider-Man Homecoming. I was so happy when I saw the original trailer. <laughs> I, I was so happy to see him in Civil War. Civil War made me a believer in Tom Holland as Spider-Man. About just <laughs> he, He's this lovable little kid. Jay's shaking his head right now. Everybody loves <laughs> same age as you. <laughs> yeah, basically the same age. But I really, really enjoyed Spider-Man: Homecoming. That because background, little background. Spider-Man is probably my guy. I think everyone here has a guy. Yep, Spider-Man's yeah. my guy, guy, girl, whatever. That they that's probably their favorite. And I would say that Spider-Man has always been my guy. Yep, and definitely. I, I don't think that Spider-Man has been done justice up Stop. to this point. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Okay, we get so it over there. Jay cake thinks, topper. Okay, Jay thinks that Spider-Man's CGI makes him look like a plastic cake it's toy. Terrible. The problem yeah. is still <laughs> terrible. That movie is like oh a lot gosh. of that stuff was practical though. That's the thing. He just showed us a picture of a, a cake topper. No, it's a CG render from the movie. No, oh, it's, it's not. A still. <laughs> so you guys are too young to know, but Spider-Man was done justice when Sam and Raimi did it in Spider-Man One and Two. Well, like too young, I saw those. Well, oh yeah, actually, like, they were, that was huge. Like yeah, that was that, huge. Yeah. That was going like. I don't know. It was one of the first ones to reach 400 million worldwide or something like that. Yeah. I still think Those Spider-Man 2 is probably one of the better superhero yeah, yeah, movies yeah, of it all is. time. It yeah. is. Yeah, I think so. I was just about to say that. Uh, I You can disagree with me, but I think... So, Marvel Cinematic Universe, out since 08. Spider-Man Homecoming. I think Vulture is the best villain in the M- MCU. Because MCU uh, is known for that villain problem. I would still I, I give that why, to Loki. You come in. I, Tom Hiddleston's still my I favorite. I really hated... Well, this he's is, not really a villain nitpicking. anymore, if you think about like, it. Like, overall, I thought, I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. So, my nitpicking for that, the opening scene was, like... Well, yeah. Terrible. Basic. Um, of what? Because it was, like, a cold opening. When he's in the when he's like, in they, the they literally where was the like, Avengers were. This is why the bad guy's bad. And yeah. it literally faded to black, and they rolled the credits. I was like, what the... Is this a movie? Is this, like, commercial break? Like... I didn't mind that, though. It was also... He, okay, here's, here's why I didn't mind that. Mm. So, I didn't mind Tell that me. because they mm. at least... Like I know they tried to hint at this in Civil War, where they tried to like look at like this is what the Avengers actions are doing. Well, like that's like one of the only instances in the entire MCU where you, like other I don't than, like, I don't the mind Netflix. the I don't mind the reasoning. I just yeah. I just mind like they like couldn't how they did it figure wrong. out. Okay, at least it wasn't a flashback, but um, <laughs> <laughs> going back. But really, just like a cold, unrelated like portion of the movie. Um, it's Michael Keaton. I'll take it. 
Michael yeah, Keaton no. was really, yeah. really good in this movie. Yeah, I want to talk about that. So, arguably, Spider-Man has the best rogue gallery ever compared arguably. to Batman. And, yeah, compared to Batman. So, I think they've been wanting to do Vulture for the longest time. Like, Sam Raimi wanted it in Spider-Man 3, but Sony wouldn't allow it. And then he wanted to do it in Spider-Man 4 before it got canceled. And then he, uh, they finally introduced the Vulture. I, I, thought, I like their take on how he looked. and did I think they could have very easily screwed up the Vulture is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think they could have made this the stupidest villain that the MCU has how, ever seen. I hate how they screwed up the Shocker, to be honest. You know, he was oh, just kind of a minor yeah. character. Like, I mean, so Bukim Woodbine, I think his name is, he played... Uh, well, it's better than uh, Electro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't, don't want to go yeah. that route either. I don't even want to talk about the Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> I, I, so like, I need like seven or eight years until I see those characters again. Yeah, but like, so Woodbine was um, Herman Schultz, and then the other guy mm-hmm. was uh, Montana. I, yeah, like, I don't know much about Montana, but like, I don't know. Just playing, you know, Spider-Man is my favorite superheroes so like growing up playing all the video games and tv shows you know shocker was a really cool villain and they kind of just threw him in here along with uh the tinker phineas mason they kind of just threw him in here so that being said i don't think the shocker is one of those villains that can carry a movie so like i'm, I'm yeah, glad, yeah 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 i'm glad he got the role he did i just don't like how he was mm-hmm. used yeah. like i think that like that was the exact like he was a number two guy but he wasn't a number two guy that was like overpowering yeah. like i think that's the problem that like spider-man 3 had back in the day was Spider-Man 3 had a second, a third, and a fourth villain, and I think that was the biggest issue to go along with that movie. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, he does have a long list of villains that I don't think could be a movie is yeah. the thing. Yeah, at the end of the day, like I think Vulture, Michael Keaton, was a really good character. That's why I think he was probably the best villain of the well, MCU I, so I think far. Spider-Man, what it, his strengths are, it, he's he's more relatable because he's a, even though he has superpowers, he's a, te- he's yeah. a teen. Not yeah. that... Trying to live say. a normal life. Too. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So he has a more basic, like, because we, we have not all been billionaires like Bruce Wayne and stuff. We have all been a teenager or we have all gone to school. Yeah. So in, in that sense, he's very relatable trying to juggle all these things that of normal daily activity while still trying to, to do these things. Um, any more, any more thoughts? I think that this is that Spider-Man Homecoming was the best um, rendition of how that Peter Parker, Spider-Man is a relatable character. I think that I think if you look back yeah, at, mm-hmm. I think looking back at my head, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man because I don't even like to think about Andrew Garfield. Yeah, get rid of Andrew. <laughs> Garfield. Yeah, I think, think Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was really relatable at the time. But that being said, I don't think I could personally relate with that. Mm. But I think that I could definitely look at like Tom Holland's Spider-Man and think, yeah, I was definitely that kid at one. I, I get what you're saying because okay. I, f- I feel like Homecoming is missing the. Like in the comics, usually Spider Man never gets his real life in order, which yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have it in Homecoming. Like mm-hmm. that's that's a Peter, Peter Parker trait that is missing in this movie. He's like the Charlie Brown of yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, basically Charlie. And Brown. it's the first Spider Man movie that doesn't tell his origin story because we already know it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, glad. I'm very glad. Yeah, I'm glad. I think too. that was I'm the best part too. of the entire movie, yeah. honestly. Yeah, exactly. And I applaud them for that because we they, get it. <laughs> they, well, they didn't need to set it up, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So tell it. a story with him. So my, my issues more come in with um, kind of that journey. Mm-hmm. Not that any of the parts were bad, but it, it was like, it felt very much like Spider-Man needs a teaching moment. Let's let's give him a teaching moment. Iron Man with Iron Man. Yeah. Oh, Which oh, I thought was definitely a weird needs... route to take. I didn't think Iron Man could be a teaching character. And then, oh, let's have a challenging moment or let's have this moment. And they just like fall in his lap, you know, mm-hmm. like 
we're gonna go to dc you know a few hours away and just things just happen to, <laughs> you know it's late. a marvel movie yeah like it's, you a, said. it's a little lazy but that's a minor nitpick but mm-hmm. it, it's the same nitpick i have with um wonder woman which came out very shortly yeah well, uh, after that yeah Probably the best DC extended universe movie. I would say easily the best DC yeah. extended universe movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's overrated. I think it has its significance because she's like the like the woman superhero, but she's not the first woman super, superhero on screen. There was Elektra. There's Catwoman. Yeah, but which oh. which were both horrible. Yeah, both horrible. <laughs> but um, so she's not the first to have her own movie. The movie was okay. The ending, I had some issues with, but it's not, you know, it's not the top 10 most influential movies of the year, yeah. which I think some people are saying. In, I think it definitely fell in a lot of the pitfalls that DC movies fall into. Um, I think the villain was stupid. I think that... Yeah. And he never lost his mustache, dude. Like when... Yeah, when I'm he sorry, was, when yeah. he was a... When he was when a professor at Hogwarts. You mean Professor Lupin? <laughs> yeah, Professor Lupin yeah. turning into a werewolf. When, it, of when, they show, when they showed him as a, the fallen god and he still had his mustache, I was like, nope, I'm done. That, like, that, still, that though, was the point. easily the best out yeah, of the DCEU. Because, um, man, like the common thread I have with all of these is that the the setup and the bringing together or, or like the, of establishing, the establishing the character oh. is, is – so the first half of the movie – is better than the second half because yeah, yeah, yeah. you're learning about them and, and you're mm-hmm. seeing them establish their world. And that's a lot more interesting than what they do with the world. Right. That's, that's yeah. like the complaints we have, like the complaints we have about star Wars is like what they did with the world is forgettable. So you could say like, su- let's say superhero movie wide, that's an issue. So like, yeah, yeah. With, with many of these, ex- yeah. Yeah, but like Man of Steel put me to sleep. Because even so. some of these horrible movies, like yeah, like Batman uh, versus Superman. This is not a <laughs> Suicide even Squad. A super, super oh yeah, movie, I can't but, about that. But like Ghostbusters, the new one, you know, oh, I haven't seen it. I'm not gonna lie, Ghostbusters is a little funny. It was, but but the f- the first half was so much better than the second one because it's just pure setup. Because then okay, I can get on board with what you do, and then what do you do with it? And you just completely let me down. Yeah, with these movies, I feel like Spider Man didn't didn't fall to that. You know, with Wonder Woman, it did. It was like this. Yeah, I don't get how she beats a bad guy. It's like, oh, suddenly she can, suddenly she's Thor uh, and she just no. She said blast him. It was the power of love. Yeah, it was the power <laughs> of love. Oh, just okay. like Rose said. Okay. Right? Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I must, I must <laughs> not have any love in my heart because I didn't understand that. I understood it anyway. <laughs> No, I, I get it. It's so, it's so like, uh, so uh, like we've seen this. Already. I know that was a flashback. I, I mean, and, and maybe that's really that's really her character. I'm I'm okay with. She has her thing, and she she stuck to it. But you could have a better way of showing that, you know. Yeah. And I don't think we can overlook like what Wonder Woman did, like culturally wide as a movie, though. Like I think a lot of people are drawn to this movie because yes, I think that's. Like we've listed all these women superheroes before, but like this, I say that this would probably be the one that did it probably really well. And I think it, it did encourage people who wouldn't, wouldn't usually watch these superhero movies to to check it out. I think I think yeah. the first time I'd ever had my girlfriend bring a trailer to me and be like, "You need to see this right now," was actually when she showed me the Wonder Woman trailer. Like I didn't even know it was out. 
but she had been like she was like we're going to see this the first day and i was like oh i've never seen that before well that's because you already watched the my little pony trailer on your own yeah <laughs> so <laughs> yeah i missed out on that one but it was on my, it was on my watch list jeez <laughs> No, no, but I think yeah, I think she's a feminist icon, and she's like a symbol yeah. for a lot of women. And, and that's not a bad thing. I don't think that's why we we liked it or disliked it. No, um, I, no. I think yeah. it's where a little, which which is a good thing, you know. I, I think a lot of the hype comes from it, though. For sure, but I do hope. I mean, it's that same point. What are you going to do with the next one? What are you going to do with the next one? Uh, are they going to make a next one? <laughs> Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah are they going to yeah, make it to a next one? Yeah. yeah. With Earth Wonder Woman. Yeah. 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 I just don't like what they're doing with the DCEU as a whole. All right. Blow it up. Well, do you want to, let's continue with DC then. Let's yeah, because we're going to talk about Justice League. Blow it up. Yeah. yeah like, just, when they League. couldn't remove that one God's mustache, they could oh. remove Superman's mustache. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, just, I think there was a really good advertisement for Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah. Um, I just, with the DCEU, so like Marvel, they have all these introductory movies mm-hmm. about each character. But then DCEU is kind of just like rushing everything. I think we've talked about this before. Like we don't know anything about Cyborg or The Flash. Like The Flash was in the Suicide, the Academy Award winning Suicide Squad. You you. could say we don't know that. Thank you. Thank you. For like two seconds. And he's in uh, Batman versus Superman for two seconds. But we don't know much about Barry Allen and the movie universe, not the TV universe. Um, But like if you saw. He was the best part though. Yeah, if you saw in the Justice League movie, they showed like a couple Green Lanterns for like two seconds, but that movie's not even going to come out for another three years. Like, I don't know like what they're really they, doing. They look cool, though. Like, yeah, they do look cool. Hopefully, it's better. That, that than whole scene was cool. That Ryan Reynolds rendition of uh, Hal Jordan. So, Justice League, I saw it twice. Mm. Um, I thought it was really, like, I was impressed because going in, I'm like, oh, it's going to be terrible. It's just going to be another Suicide Squad with bigger named heroes because uh, Suicide Squad was an anti-hero movie. But um, going in, I was, you know, I came out impressed. I was really impressed. But um, I still don't think it has the same heart as I see in Marvel movies. That's why, I don't know. I, I think it's a good point, the heart, the love, Sean. Uh. <laughs> yeah. No, there's there's no there's no room the for love. The physical artery, the heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's missing something there, you know, because I, man, I say it all the time. My kids are really young, so they, they'll play the Lego Batman games. And they really good games, by the way. Yeah, they introduce all the characters in a natural, and it feels like it's not like you have to spend a ton of time with them. And partly, I mean, they kind of did it. They're not showing the intro story to everyone. You don't need to because some people know who these characters are. Yeah. You bring them into the game, you show them what they do. That's that's cool. But it still tells the whole story. And even like Cyborg, oh gosh, he's just the worst ever. Um, but you think but so? at least I, I kind of liked him. Ray but Fisher as the actor. But at least uh, Teen Titans Go, he's like funny, you know. He's yeah. Like, I, uh, I think going back to what you said earlier, how um, the lead up in superhero movies are probably some of the best parts that we can get out of that. Well, the DC, like DCEU, took that whole whole idea that like the introductory part is the best part, and they skipped it. Yeah. And I think that's a huge problem that they have, and like. I think that Marvel laid a lot of groundwork early on that is paying off now and they're seeing it pay off and they're seeing a lot of that, their fruits, um, whatever, come to fruition, whatever. Yeah. And I think that... Um, I mean, they, they tried to and they, and they failed with, with Green Lantern and, and I mean, really all their... all that supposed to be it? Yeah. No. I mean, I mean not, not, not with the same vision. Wait, what? Not with the same like overall vision, but I think yeah. had it been successful, that's... that's it would have been it, a universe piece. Because at the yeah. time, that was the top selling comic not just dc 
Um, yeah, that was the top selling. Like comic number one thing. overall comic book, DC, Marvel, everything. Because Green, I mean, I'm a Green Lantern fan for a reason. He's my favorite DC hero. I mean, he does, but I mean, we all know that was that was a huge failure and, and a huge letdown. I think that movie was just on FX for the first time ever the other night. Like I saw someone tweeting about it, and like that'd be that'd been like the first time they'd ever put it on like TV. It does have a Taika Waititi in Green Lantern. Who is the director of Thor and the uh, Weird Rock? What's uh, his name again? What's his name? Korg? Shoot. Korg. It's I think something that's his like name. that. Whatever. Yeah, Korg. Yeah, Justice League. I don't think we... I, mean, I think we all feel the same way. Like, I, I want it to be so I, much I just want Zack Snyder removed from yeah, all future. He doesn't, he doesn't have he the vision it. for it. He doesn't have the vision for it. He I, doesn't, also, I, also, I don't care how much... Yeah, they, they threw in Whedon to try to save it. Yeah. I, also, too I think the Whedon late. parts were some of the best yeah. parts of the entire movie because you can very clearly tell what oh, parts yeah. of the Whedon yeah. parts. I don't yeah. like how they brought Superman back. I, I, I ugh, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, it was what? like the, the worst The worst part of Batman vs. Superman and use it as your... And then oh, he goes, he, he grabs Batman. He's like, do you bleed? I'm like, oh, that, oh, that made me cringe. Why are we doing this? <laughs> I was just oh, waiting for him to look back and be like, Martha. <laughs> yeah. I think someone in my theater even said that out loud. Like, <laughs> Say Martha again. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet now. Wait, was it you? No. <laughs> oh. I don't have any, I don't have much faith left in the DC. Um, I really liked what they did. I really liked with what they did a couple things with um, Batman versus Superman. I primarily I think the Batman fight scene probably one of the coolest um, Batman scenes, probably one of the be- best renditions of Batman I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, and then he did nothing. This, this and then this whole film. movie, I'm yeah, like, he just but the stood thing in is, costume. <laughs> when you look back at the TV spots and it looks and it shows like Batman and it shows like he's swinging around kicking stuff. I'm like, okay, they're gonna do more of it. And the more I watch this movie. He's not the world's greatest detective. He's not this um, martial, martial artist, artist master. Nope. He's not some tactical genius. Nope. He's the daredevil. What is he anymore? He's the daredevil. <laughs> he, he has was, a giant crab. He was the master builder exactly. for Lego. Who was that? He builds these like robots that crawl buildings. That move. Yeah. I'm real disappointed. I'm like, I'm like you. I'm, I'm very afraid of how they're going forward. Like, I am kind of interested in the... Aquaman movie because yeah, so James Wan who did Saw and like yeah, yeah James Wan Conjuring yeah and Fast Fast Eight I think uh, I think well, yeah I think Aquaman's got a lot of potential because when he was one of my favorite parts of that movie him yeah. and Flash yeah. Yeah. Well, I, agree. Him and, I just yeah, feel like Aquaman he's he's Flash, a character yeah. that is virtually unexplored for and especially for everyone. He comes with a lot of natural hate born and so it's like perfect yeah, opportunity to make fun of it. Well, it's it's almost like. To take your Guardians of the Galaxy setup, like, mm-hmm. what are we going to see? What are we expecting? Almost everyone is walking into that with nothing or with negative. So if you come out positive. That's a it, huge win. I think so. And he, he's a, he's someone you can build on, I think. Like, Jason Momoa has that power, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, he has charisma. And then. He's funny. I mean, I, I like Very The funny. Flash. Like, I never really liked him. And you mean the actor? Or like I'm not completely sold as, as a character. Flash, oh, okay. yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I think know. I think they did this as a real disservice by um, the CW being as successful as it is. Yeah. And did cast Grant Gustin? You did. Kind yeah, of I think Grant Gustin does a really good Flash. That being said, I'm getting a little sick of him. But but Ezra Miller is better Barry Allen than Grant Gustin. Yeah, you would say? because they what's his what's his name in the Flash TV show? Grant Gustin. The guy who's making jokes and stuff. Oh, oh, I don't, know. Yeah, I don't watch vibe. that show. No, 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 the long hair. Yeah, the yeah. Hispanic dude. Yeah, 
Is that his name? What's his the Hispanic, Hispanic dude? dude. Yeah. <laughs> What's his I know his show? name. Vibe? Yeah, that's his superhero name, I think. No, I, I don't. His character's name. I don't I remember. I haven't watched that show in so long. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I don't watch it. Like it, his, it stopped going on Netflix his sense of humor, I though. Like, we all dropped off. Yeah. That's that's how The Flash is. He's like the jokester. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought and that was I, more, I feel like... I wouldn't say... I mean, like uh, like the comics, I say Wally West is the Joker Flash. Not really Barry Allen that much. That is technically true. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but okay, the Justice League, Wally's the... Yeah. Or yeah. Barry is the... Yeah. Anyways. The comedic relief. Yeah. I think Justice League has been beat to death at this point, so... Yeah, I, I think there's like much what, more you can touch. I just on. don't like what they're doing. Like, I have to wait till 2020 to see Green Lantern, so kind of a bummer. Yeah, so. I have to see the non-canonical Batman movie. Oh yeah, that the probably oh, actually, won't even have Ben Affleck. I am in it. interested in that because it's the director of uh, Planet of the Apes doing. Was it Matt Reeves or something? Yeah, I think that'd be. I, I love the trilogy with the apes. So, well, if he can do we'll, something we'll that get separates that. from this Honestly, mess, we gonna talk about cares? war. I want. If it's good. Yeah, I'd really okay. enjoy that. Yeah, I want it. So much has happened since I last saw you. I lost my hammer, like yesterday, so that's still pretty fresh. And then I went on a journey of self-discovery. Where I met you. The last, like, superhero one was... I love Actually, Thor. There's one more movie I want to get into, but we can, yeah, we yeah. can wait. We, we got time. Ragnarok, easily the best of the Thor three movies. Easily. Trilogy, easily. The best. I thought Thor, Thor was the most fun I've had in a movie all year. I like Thor better than Guardians 2. Which yeah, I agree. Me too. It's more yep. like wacky space than Guardians yeah. was. Which is funny because I felt like Thor was trying to be Guardians that whole movie. Yeah, I, I didn't care. I didn't care either. I, I, was, I was like, one. this yeah. is it. This is what I want a hardcore, Thor movie to be. Hardcore fans did not like Jeff Goldblum's Grandmaster, but I loved him. I Jeff loved Goldblum was probably one of my favorite parts of that entire yeah. movie. I, I, I'm indifferent. I think he was. He's just playing himself, yeah. which was awesome. Jeff yeah, Goldblum. he was playing Honestly, himself. the story I heard behind that Lord was Lord of Jeff, Thunder. The, yeah, the story I heard behind the whole Jeff Goldblum thing was they kind of just didn't give him a script, but they said, you know what, just go up there, do your thing. And like, I know because there's this one scene in the movie where he's just like, he starts talking and then he just stops. And then he starts going again. Cause, and you're just sitting there like, did he forget his line? And like, did they leave that in there? But then you're almost like, I don't really care. So I think that the fact that a character can do that and just nobody got really upset about it, that's a huge, that kind of just shows like what this movie was and like what it ended up achieving. Yeah. I heard like they had a script and then YTD just didn't. No, he was just he like, just go do your thing. Yeah. No, but that was like 80, 80% of the movie was that way. And then there's like there's like a half an hour of just Goldblum rambling, which might appear on the DVD or something. Yeah. But yeah, I I liked um, the story wasn't all that complicated, but it was m- more about just like these guys being funny and wacky. You know? I don't think we needed a story in this movie, which is like weird to say, but well, they, yeah. it's like they they didn't spend enough time to make you feel like it was going to have consequences you know what i mean and mm-hmm. so it was basically just a thor character study which is which is not a bad so thing. does ragnarok takes place during civil war right is that how the timeline goes the timeline's also yeah right i, now. I yeah. think so because yeah because yeah, they're the only two that are yeah. there yeah. I mean, honestly one of my biggest problems is in some people may not like this opinion but and i didn't really like the hulk in it um because i feel like Jay does not like the Hulk. <laughs> no, I, and Spider. I think the, the Hulk has the potential to be a very interesting character, or like anything. like how they use him in 
uh, the other movies. The first Avengers. The second Avengers or the first? I don't know. Well, then you got Edward Norton as the 2008 Hulk. So. Um, the misunderstood beast. Yeah. <laughs> but I, th- I think maybe it was too easy to... You could just do more with him. I mean, yeah. okay, he he was fine for what, how they used him because of the whole setup with the war, the planet, and, and everything like that. But yeah. I hope they don't continue to just uh, use him. Leading yeah. leading into this movie. If that makes sense. Leading into this movie, there are a lot of interviews saying how they're setting up like a three-movie arc for the Hulk character, and that's kind of going to be in place for a Hulk movie. I don't really see how this whole beginning, Thor Ragnarok, could, could be a story portion for the Hulk. Because I feel like he really was there for a lot of comedic relief. Because there, well, like, they, you could point to a lot of scenes and be like, all right, well, he was kind of either the butt of the joke or he was the one who was like, like instituting it. I don't really see how they like, you know, laid some story for like what could come. I know that they kind of went off with the whole um, Black Widow deal, how yeah. he still got that that whole thing going on. And like, there's also like, like that. <laughs> the thing Universal still owns like the Hulk movie rights, so they can't make an entire Hulk movie. Just like Sony. So yeah. I think what Ke- Kevin Feige was trying to do was break out, break up a Hulk movie over several movies. Yeah. So. The no, reason, I get that. Yeah, they can't but like, go too much I, into I do him. think he's an interesting... He, you know, like, Bruce Banner was really interesting in The Avengers. I don't think Bruce Banner was all that interesting in this movie, honestly. Hmm? I didn't exactly like Bruce Banner in this yeah, movie. Yeah, and I think that was my, my issue. Like, that's, that's not Bruce Banner. That's, yeah, I think I think he was a really good Hulk. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the best Hulk they've done. But I, I didn't like the Bruce Banner character. So, so maybe that was more my issue then. So, yeah. we all know Loki took the Tesseract. We all know that, right? From seeing what... That one scene, that yeah. one little snippet, yeah, and in the trailer of Infinity War, he has it. Oh, I've seen that trailer Dude, too many uh, Loki's, times. Loki's gonna save the Marvel universe. You think so? That's what yeah, you know. I think so. I think, so. I think he's gonna be an anti-hero. Like Parker was talking about how uh, Loki still takes the throne for the best villain in the MCU, but he's becoming an anti-hero. So but the, the worst part about oh man, like I'm not, I'm not excited. <laughs> For Infinity War. That's crazy. Tell like, me how you're I'm not so excited. Crazy. I'm not War. either. Each, each oh movie is... The idea of it has to be at least a little intriguing no, to you. No, no. Because, because oh, first of all, it's not, it's not a single movie, so that means it's not going to tell a full story. It's not two parts either is the thing. They're two separate yeah, movies. It was two that's parts the, That's the uh, biggest issue in messaging that they had because they originally called it Infinity War 1 Part and 2. One. Yeah, yeah. but they not, changed that. They changed that. It's all two right. separate movies. It's two separate stories. I hope so, first of all. Two parts is a bad idea. The spoilers. Someone's gonna die at the end of this first. Yeah, we all know. They're about to Princess Leia back in the second one. I hope it's not just one. I hope it's not just uh, one. I hope they kill off like fifteen of them. Yeah, let's get this straight. At least, like, let's start killing. We off know a, two people. Let's are just start die. killing them one after another. No, let's see what happens. So, since Disney just bought Twentieth uh, Century Fox, they need to kill everybody off. And start re- killing them, and they need to put. Everyone. Yeah, they need to put the Simpsons then, in the MCU. No, and then have. <laughs> <laughs> they need to have FF and the X Men um, under Kevin Feige's vision and then just redo the whole universe. Well, that being said, I don't want to... I'm not totally to the point where I just want to say goodbye no, to all kill, these characters no, kill yet. everybody. Everybody. Kill them now. <laughs> but that being said, you have the trump card. You have the Infinity Gauntlet. If you want to bring it back, you can't. I feel like that's kind of the biggest thing that they can lean, I just, or, lean on. All right, so why I'm not... Uh, first of all, everything has been formulated to this point, and so I don't see the, these movies being any different. It's just going to be more of the same, just on a larger scale. And deaths. Second of all, like Thanos has done nothing. Oh my they're, gosh, they're here setting, we go. <laughs> he's, because you have to judge a character by what they do in the movie or how yeah. people react to to what he's done. And 
he's not he's done it. nothing yes so now obviously the movie hasn't come out if he if he does something in it that's different <laughs> he looks totally different okay. by the way here's here's what here's you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying though like why why these villains these bad guys are, are so like forgettable tro- forgettable uh is because they don't they don't do anything with them to establish them like wh- who's the the best like on-screen comic book villain that we've seen that everyone like references loki 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 yeah. right because because he's they built him up done yeah yeah you know? he has and before that he he fled your joker i would say right yeah Correct. because he was when he showed up on screen you're like okay things are about to happen and same thing with loki you know something's gonna happen yeah and these other characters you're just like can't wait for the avengers to beat you you know like you can't wait for their their scene to be over mm-hmm. i think that's a huge difference where you can't wait to like see what's the next thing this person is gonna do that makes sense so the one thing i will say about thanos is um in the trailer i know at the very end of it if you haven't seen the trailer go watch it it's really sweet yeah he's not floating on a toilet yeah. I, this one <laughs> i was about to bring that up so I hate um, when you, say you that. noticed it too so, yeah. you know, so at the end of, at the end of Thor Ragnarok, we can talk Seven about it movie dump <laughs> at the end of Thor Ragnarok, he's with um the people of asgard what i thought was really cool infinity was kidney stones what <laughs> Oh my god! Was they pull Thor out of space and to, with the Guardians and stuff like that? Kind of trigger. What I just feel like would be a gr- what I feel like would be a really sweet opening to um, Infinity War is if Thanos just walks on the ship and absolutely wastes every single person from Asgard. Yeah, it seems like just, it's about yeah. You saw that yeah. in the trailer and takes Hulk and literally just crushes him. Like I feel like that would be the best way they could open that movie and be like, holy, shit, they're serious about. Yeah, this. I feel like I feel like Hulk's gonna get wasted. They keep changing Thanos' appearance too. Have you noticed that? Like, I had noticed in that the, in the first Avengers, he looks he's red, and then in Guardians, he's like purple, and then now here he's like pink. I'm like, yeah, sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's the, the constipation. You know, when you get cleared out, it just feel better and look better. <laughs> it all just depends on what filter they used on the CGI that day. Is yeah, really true. what it comes down to. Well, Josh Brolin now plays two people in the potential MCU that. Yes. Didn't even think about that. <laughs> Yo, Josh Brolin. Look up when he was younger. He looks exactly like Christian Bale. Not even kidding, right? Yeah, it's uh, scary. Okay, do it. <laughs> All right. So while Jay's doing that, <laughs> the the best superhero movie of 2017 was Logan. I would find a way. Logan, you still have time. I was just gonna. That was my last. Movie. I have about. not seen that Logan. movie. That's a phenomenal superhero. It came movie. out in February, so it was, yeah, it was I know, early, but, but I have not seen it's it. It's basically like a western. Yeah, basically just Hugh Jackman and uh, Patrick Stewart on a road trip. And yeah, uh, whatever the girl's movie. name is. Yeah. yeah. I think that they did. They had a really big accomplishment in that movie, where to the point where I never got sick of the kid. Like, yeah, yeah, she's a good child like, actor. She's a really good character, and I like. There was never a point in the movie where I'm just like. Oh my God, that's Christian Whoa. Bale. Wait, which, which one's which? <laughs> so you can't Is tell. Brolin on the left? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, back, back to what I was saying. I think that they really accomplished something to the point where I never got sick of a child actor. And I think I can't. That's rare I can't, in movies. I can probably name on like one hand how many child actors I haven't gotten sick of up to this point. Yeah. that, that No, that certainly is a feat. Because yeah, I'm, I'm like you. Like I like Sixth Sense, child actor. Um 
And really, outside of that, I can't really. I thought Iron Man Three's child actor was funny for five minutes, and then I kind of got sick of him. Okay. I mean, yeah, you, no, it's, you, it's a hard. You guys talking about child actors? Anyways, no, well, they're not good. I'm just not. I'm not a. I never really got into X Men. The thing is, I I think I think what's good about this movie is you don't need to be an X Men fan. I'm like this exactly. Movie. But I think I think it's one of the greatest strengths is that you could you could walk into this movie almost with with no no knowledge of X Men, which at is all. which is how I did it. I've never seen an X Men movie, and they set up everything. You don't need to know why they got their power. You don't need to know Logan's Anything. powers. It it respects you as a viewer that you're like. You are a person. You don't need the Poe Dameron character to explain everything to you. <laughs> like you, you just watch. You watch it happen. I don't know if you know Wolverine's powers, but yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. But if well, you I didn't, know, I know. Yeah, I know who they are. I but if if you didn't, movies. it'd be okay because you yeah. understand. Oh, he gets shot and he's kicking a bullet out. That's a power. Yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. claw. You know. I mean, I've seen all one these three. things, and it, and it establishes this. What works so great about it is that you could walk into it not knowing what it was about and understand completely what's happening. Because it's it's basically just a straight sci-fi western, and because they have you know actors that can act, you actually f- you can feel the emotion when like goes down or like things aren't going their way. You can you know you can feel for them. The stories, it's not very complicated, but the yeah. um, the consequences that they're going through, it really hits you. My my problems with Logan. There's one. There's one scene in the middle of the movie where they show a scene from a, another movie on TV, and it, and it just foreshadows the, the whole ending. And it's it's so useless because the movie stands so powerfully on its own that it, it's not needed at all. And like in the theater, I'm just like, oh my gosh! I just roll my eyes because I'm like, why? Why? I can it, see the, you doing that. You know, yeah. I'm just like. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and everything. And then, and then at the end of the movie, when when the character starts reenacting that scene, basically using that soliloquy, I mean, it's just like, like it just what? pisses you off. Like you had a near perfect movie, so close. The other the other part that I didn't like. These are minor nitpicks. It's an excellent. Which movie. this movie definitely has. Like the only thing you look at are really minor things. Yeah, it's yeah. really what it comes down to. I still gotta to. give it a watch, but I probably will. <clears> it's, it's worth it. Okay, I, w- I won't spoil the other thing. I, I th- well, I don't care if you spoil it. I'm not into X Men, like I said. The, I know the bad guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't which like one? The bad. Which one? The, like the robot arm guy. X twenty four. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because because okay, if they wanted to, it had a face, but it didn't do anything. The except thing for was. Was, so th- th- there's just put a mask on it, and it would have been cool at the end of the movie when he he did what he did to get rid of it. If part of that of mask it. fell off, and then it, <laughs> and it was him, and then it re- you know, because then it's like okay, at least that meant something. Otherwise, it, yeah. it doesn't matter. It it was a faceless killer. I mean, that was the point of it. So to give it some credit. When the X24 came out, like I was genuinely scared of what was going to happen next when that character came out. Well, character we call it. It's really just just. That machine but when that thing came out i was genuinely scared of like what was going to happen like i was sitting back in my seat like holy shit what are they going to do next and like i don't think i've felt that way in a month yeah he didn't hold back he didn't hold back at all like and like he literally just does like exactly what you said because i'm not trying to spoil it for you guys but he does not hold back and it's gruesome and it's violent and you're just like holy shit why would they do that and they're just like wow no it's 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 awesome yeah the, the hard art really helps with I think so. of it. because yeah. it's not done to like gratuity yeah it's done yeah. to like fit, like Taste? have a point yeah 
yeah definitely check it out uh, i will say the, I will. the other really good superhero movie this year uh, lego batman That movie was really, really good. I like that better. <laughs> really good movie. It's better than any of the DCU. It's better I mean, than One Woman. You didn't like it? Seen. I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, what? I dude, really yeah. good dude I'm not into it. And it's the best deconstruction of Batman. And the thing is, if ever. you watch it, you're <laughs> going to be back like, to your house and watch why it? The F- <laughs> you're going to watch it and be like, why the F can't DC do anything like this with the real <laughs> well, people? You watch, watch this then. movie and like, there's so much Batman fanfare in that movie that you're just sitting back and like, no way they yeah, did that. I haven't seen it. I just like, didn't have the interest in seeing it. There's throwbacks to the uh, Adam West Batman in that and you're just like, Oh my God! This is a Lego movie. It's so good. It's really so good. okay. Really so if good you're movie. actually saying that, I yeah. will actually give it oh, a watch. Then. Absolutely, man. Like I, no, I it's, see... it's the best DC movie outside of the Nolan movies. Okay, that was okay. that was a girl. <laughs> yeah. that was a girlfriend date night movie, and I remember walking into Sorry. that film with like a bunch of kids, and I just remember like laughing just oh, as much as hilarious. the kids sitting next to me, and I was like. Wait a minute! I didn't want to see wow. this movie. What? Yeah, wow. I'm surprised. Uh, I'm really, really surprised. Really, I did not expect really it to be stupid. Yeah, that's I why I did not watch it. This kind of reception. It gets kind of wonky when they go to the fandom zone, but other than yeah, that, man, did, did you get dragged to Ninjago too? Yeah. Yeah. Was yeah, that any good? That was like a box office That's bomb. That's the worst Lego, of the Lego movie. Ones, yeah. I heard the Lego movie was good, but I didn't hear that that one was any good. No, Le- Lego movie was really good. Um, Batman, just because I like Batman, is it's up there. On the same pedestal. Yeah. So Lego Bat- Lego Batman, I think, is better than Lego Movie. Yeah. It, it, Man, I gotta it see it. Deep, then. <laughs> it deep dives into wow. Batman lore. Like, yeah, like he was saying, like the most random cameos. And That's crazy. You'll, you'll you definitely watch some stuff, and you're just like, holy, <laughs> no way they did that. Really cool. Jay, did you want to talk about uh, War of the Planet of the Apes? Yeah, we talk about apes. We talk about like, whatever movies. That, so th- I have some stuff to say about Sony, but we can save that. Do you Sony want to talk, in general, yeah, talk about Sony in general? Like, do you hear what they're doing? Like the cartoon? Well, not only so. Yeah, the cartoon Spider-Man. I think that looks really cool. It, like, I like the, the, sto- the, the art style. style. Yeah, but really, really. Cool. I also like they're using Miles Morales instead. Kind of. Well, it's kind of. Just, <laughs> I don't care. In the end, I don't care. But Spider-Man PS4 2018 lookout. Yeah, that but, game um, does look good. But. The reason I just why are they doing it? <laughs> like, I just diversity. But that's not the only thing Sony's doing <laughs> that they've officially announced. You know, they are going full throttle with the Venom movie with Tom Hardy's Bane as Venom. And then they're doing a Black Cat and Silver Sable movie. That is the worst idea ever. Absolutely yeah. horrible. But, like, it's, like, it's not within the MCU, but, like, it's in that Spider-Man world. You know what I'm saying? Spider-Verse. Like, I don't know. Why does Sony have to do all of this? To- mm. I don't. I don't even hate that idea as a thing. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't. I know that. I know they have to keep using the license so they lose it. But yeah, like, but like the animated movie, it's not necessary. Like, I, I was like, I, um, I read about it. I was surprised that they were making it. You know, but like, the Venom movie's been in a development hell since Spider-Man Three came yeah, out. I just, I don't see like a good with the reset. Like, do do something with it. Tell your story. Yeah. You know, he doesn't. They set it up. He doesn't need to be in in the Marvel universe, except as a cameo or, or like, you yeah, know, whatever thing, you want to consider his his, mm-hmm. his part in Civil War. That's fine. So just tell good stories with. Uh, the only thing I'm like hat not just a little excited for is that Carnage is going to make his cinematic debut, and he's my favorite supervillain. Yo, if they make him PG thirteen, that's 
I know. They should, that, no, that's no I think they're going to make it R, both uh, oh, Venom okay. and I think Black if the Venom movie has come out, they're going to make an R movie. All right. And so the it's called S- Silver and... Silver and Black is what the Black Cat and Silver Sable movie is called. It's a one movie. But aren't they making Venom without Spider-Man? Yeah. The thing is, I've heard it both ways. I've heard that there is going to be Spider-Man, but it's like, not yeah. going to be Peter Parker. And then I've also heard that they're just not going to do a Spider-Man. I just don't want... I see a lot of potential issues with this movie, but then again, I can also mm-hmm. see what they're going for. Like, I just don't want... Like, Marvel went and set up Tom Holland's character. I just don't want Sony to come back and ruin everything. Like oh, they, they, they have the... <laughs> They have the I know. hold my beer. I'm gonna go. I know. Ruin but it. Like, <laughs> they have that potential with the Amazing Spider-Man. That's a joke. The Amazing Spider-Man two, like terrible. Like I can't well, believe it. That's what they're doing though. They're they're saying they want to just like do whatever not they want. Do no more with Marvel, and then do their what own they thing. Want. Yeah. And we've seen their own thing. Mm-hmm. It's nothing but bad. Here's the yeah, thing. Exactly. I don't even think doing your own thing is a bad thing. I just think doing your own thing and it's bad. Like, that's a problem. Like, going back to what we were talking about with Batman earlier. Like, I think that has the potential to be a really, really good movie that's completely separate from the DCEU. And, like, I don't mind that. If Batman wants to be its own thing, totally, like, sweet. Do a Batman thing. If you want to do a Spider-Verse, do a Spider-Verse. But the only issue I have with it is when it somehow turns into absolute crap. Sony has a problem where... They the studio can't keep their hands off the movie. That's why Spider Man Three got ruined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they because Raimi knew what he, he was doing. They needed Vulture in. And well, then, and then with, they forced I mean, Venom in, and then that's what happened to Green yeah. Lantern. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. with Green Lantern, I don't know if you guys liked Casino Royale, but that was like a Casino yeah. Royale was yeah. a great movie. Okay, so it's the director of Casino Royale who's shown he can take a and start a movie franchise, and they have the the one of the best like the best Green Lantern writers. Yeah, and. And they this mess bomb. it all up. Yeah, the studio's like, do this, do this. Oh, kids like. That was kind of like throw this in. <laughs> y- we farts. need an animated cloud. Would you say the same? Th- well, you haven't seen Fantastic Four, have you? The new one, <laughs> dude. You're so, why you gotta talk? About watched, it? You, I watched it. Why you gotta? You even watch Lego it. Batman too, and you gotta. <laughs> you're so lucky. You're so lucky. It was such a bad movie. I uh, thought about walking out halfway through. I did walk out halfway through. It was awful. Yeah, yeah but like, because uh, you know where it's saying, going. Like Josh Trank, he was gonna direct. I can't remember what he was gonna direct. It was another superhero movie, but like Akira. He's... Oh, was it? It what? might have been Akira. Uh, he was gonna direct something big, but then this whole Fantastic Four bomb happened, and, and yeah, people dropped. I mean, it. I can see that. I mean, honestly, Suicide Squad. David Ayer, I feel like uh, Academy Award winning Suicide Squad. He had the he had the chops. Thank you. Always cracks me if I miss that. Um, <laughs> 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 but David Ayer, you know, he's he's got the chops to like make a good movie. It's because. People love the trailer so much. So they had freaking trailer editing company yeah. edit the movie. Like, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Middle America. <laughs> like, I'm going to see... That's all they think about. I'm going to see Sony's animated Spider-Man because he's Spider-Man. He's my favorite superhero. But, like, I don't know if I'm going to get any forced enjoyment out of it. So We'll see. We, I mean, it's always nice to be surprised. Um, But we can talk about apes. Um and what, whatever, like, best movies. No matter what you do, you'll never be one of them. You are a... Should I go back and watch Apes? Like, is that, is that, a, is apes. that a franchise I should actually take some time to do? You haven't done any of I've never Rise watched a single a Apes movie. movie. Rise don't, you don't need movie. to watch... Well, watch the first one. Because the very first yeah, one with Charleston. Watch the first one. Charleston Heston. Um, you can watch that. What? And then 
You can watch. No, he's t- just talking about the new trilogy. Yeah, just the, watch no, the new I'm trilogy. talking about everything. Is the thing. <laughs> no, no, I've never watched a single Apes anything. Yeah, like, uh, yeah don't okay. watch the old one. Okay, right, if James you're gonna watch Franco. the old one, only watch the very first one. Yeah, the one. Uh, yeah, don't right. watch the one with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, but, so, somebody really, told me like the spin at the end, and that's all. Really, I know like, the Apes movies. They're gonna spoil the 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 very end. Yeah, with what happens at the, the end? box cover if you haven't already yeah. seen it, which yeah, which is it. terrible. Which yeah, talking about. I already found out. So if you haven't seen, okay, so just watch the new trilogy. New trilogy, it's it's good. The first one is almost like straight sci-fi. Yeah, I, lo- um, I loved Rise of the Planet yeah, of the Apes. It's, it it's excellent. It's excellent. The second one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. second one is Go more ahead. battle. Um, they're starting to fight. That was more war yeah. than actual they, they named war. them wrong, yeah. yeah. Th- this one is Rise. The <laughs> 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 um, first one should be Dawn. Um, but oh, I, wow. I never realized. Yeah, yeah. you're totally right. <laughs> um, yeah, I love Caesar, uh, the character. Andy Serkis is Andy a great Serkis, actor. I think they wasted him as Snoke, by the way. Yeah. Andy Serkis is like... Had, on a really good run lately. He's going to be in Black Panther too. So. <laughs> oh, oh, do you want to talk about that? that? You want to talk Jay about Black just Panther? Made a really funny noise. <laughs> what do you want to talk about Black Panther? Because that's one movie I will go to. I will I, go I to. I want to talk for. about Apes. We can get to Black Panther if we want. Yeah, no, uh, I think Apes was good. It, not War, it, really. Yeah, it, I think it, that was a short sell. You know, yeah. like it, mm-hmm. it should have been. I wish it was more of the War. Yeah. Did you because... did you, do you watch Cinema Sins on YouTube? No. Oh well. He's funny. Okay. He like points out all the flaws in movies. Yeah. I watched the war plan of the apes. Like everything he says about the war in the title makes complete sense. So, so I, I think I'm happy at the end. It was about Caesar. You know, I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that was, no, they're, they're really, the ending really let it down. I will say when that. he died, watch the first Spoiler. movie. And if you, if, if you're okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to see it anyway. <laughs> Sorry. No, the first one was really good. I, I liked bad ape. I think he was divisive. Steve Zahn. <laughs> oh, dude, but he was hilarious. Yeah, he was. Really he was funny. so unexpected, but he was just like yeah. Spot the, on. the apes are. Spot you, on. They they take the time to make them characters yeah. that you care about. Exactly. So yeah, that. that's I all like, my to do I list. liked it. I liked it. Wrong title, but you know. I think overall it was good. Um, other movies, I think that were they were good that came out this year. It. Um, I did, oh, I saw it. Never took. I also to just I just saw Jumanji two days ago. It was actually really. Surprising, because mind you, good. It was pretty good. I go on. And then uh, Dunkirk. I don't know if you guys. Watched. I did not see Dunkirk. Oh, Dunkirk was great. Oh, oh right. so you did see oh, that, Ryan? In the I did. Yeah. If you if you're wondering why Ryan has been Ryan talking, has he's been, been milking dead. a cow the whole time. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we're there. Talk about Dunkirk, Shooting Ryan. It, like Luke in his mouth. Like, what? <laughs> um, I have not seen Dunkirk, so go ahead. What was no Dunkirk was great. I mean, you read any of the uh, any of the reviews, any of Anything that was put out about it on uh, Facebook or anything else, Facebook's the only thing I've got, so we'll just go with that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean... His trusted news source, go ahead. No, but I mean, like, even online, I was looking it up a lot. I like the war movies, um, and they talk about these old veterans that went and watched it and just how it, like, moved them to tears because it was so oh, yeah. so real and so true to their story. I think uh, you watch a lot of the old war movies, and they hit pretty good on what the war was like, but I think Dunkirk was just perfectly on point with uh, how the war was. Yeah, it was really good. I don't think it's his best one. What I love about Nolan, though, he, he always goes balls out. He swings for the fences. Except like, for Man of Steel. Yeah. Every time. But he didn't direct that. Yeah, you know per- I mean? yeah, but, you know, anything he, he's involved he just, in. He shoots for something crazy. He, he does something new. And they're successful. I, I don't think he's got that perfect one yet, you know. Like, we're this one... Um, I think that the editing kind of lets it down a little yeah. bit. There, there's almost no climate. climax. Climax. I like, can see you doing the mountain thing. <laughs> like it, it kind of like jumps and then it, it stays I think with, and then it 
Yeah, the, the three end, stories all like winding the, together. The plane that runs out of fuel. Yeah, they they, they don't just, line up. I'm really glad well, Ryan's talking idiots, right like, now. Right. Like, it was interesting, but it's the tonally, it's kind of different than... The, I think the three stories all winding together. If you don't know that coming in, that it is three stories winding together, it can kind of confuse you at the beginning of the movie. But I think that's almost why there is no climax. Because sure. right when you get to the climax, you're back to the new story. And then it just keeps building until the very end. Yeah, overall, I think it's it's excellent. It's worth watching. I think war movies, you kind of know what to expect, but it does give you that very, like, being there, which which I I think is cliche to say about war movies, but... Yeah, it's immersive. I mean, it's like when I went and saw it... It's experience, right? Yeah. I I think Nolan movies, more than almost any other director, are like, you should absolutely take the time to go watch them in the theater because so much... Like, he crafts it for... That specific environment for the IMAX, for for the the, the yeah, sound in yeah. the, the theaters and everything <laughs> to experience it in that way. I think too, like when I when American Sniper came out back, when I saw that there was a group of uh, Marines <laughs> sitting in front of me, like in they when I saw that movie Dunkirk, when I saw that movie, there was another group of recruits that was sitting in front of me, and coming out of it, you could just see on their faces it was like a oh, kind of look, like this is what we're actually training for. Like it kind of kicked things in i don't know uh what how far into their training they were but to see that kind of change from when they walked into the movie after too was kind of it was a testament to how the movie was yeah that's i, I can't imagine going through that kind of thing so uh watch dunkirk yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you, t- you said it for like two seconds i saw it what do you think about it uh I, I never read it didn't know didn't really know anything about it except for um obviously knowing yeah i didn't see the original with uh Tim Curry, I didn't see it. I mean, I've I seen didn't see that either. I really like the uh, the acting. I think yeah, the kids we're gonna talk about child. Actors. Yeah, they they had good child actors. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm rolling my eyes because like Full House had good child actors. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> um, you need to start making a video podcast so that people can see your facial expression. <laughs> Just, just the J cam. He's got the webcam. Gosh. We just need to uh, you know train it on him. Yeah. It's easy. Just uh, get a clip of me rolling my eyes and then just play it after anyone <laughs> says something. <laughs> okay. Um, I think it was really interesting because it's sure it's a horror movie, but yeah, uh, Sean has said this before that that horror movies have some of the best, even though it's it's not an original idea, but it, it presents some of the most original ideas. Um, yeah, I think it deserves to be the highest grossing horror movie of all time. I like Conjuring better, but I mean th- this one is and, was more you know, like sci-fi you know what i mean yeah i get it did you like bill skazegard as pennywise jesus really weird weird. (laughs) he's always weird and he's really weird in that netflix show and hemlock girl i i think roles like this no matter who you cast they would have yeah i dragged my i I dragged kelsey to uh seeing it and uh is she afraid of she hates movies. horror movies. She oh, hates okay. horror movies. So this was, she's like, oh, jump yeah, she's scared I'm in the opposite mode. There's a lot of complaints <laughs> about this not being scary enough. It, well, I mean, there was, like, it wasn't, like, over-the-top scary. There's probably, like, one or two big jump scares, but, like, I don't know. It was it was still a good movie, but, like, I kind of, you know, horror well, movies, you expect that kind of thing, you know? I mean, I, I watched a movie, no matter what type it is, to be, to be entertained, right? Yeah. So you appreciate the filmmaking and stuff. Yeah. But then this one, I think, was about the story. You know, I think reading it, the book, it, it's about that tension, maybe suspense. But if it's more a thriller than a horror movie, doing air quotes, um, <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. I'm interested in seeing the next one. 
Yeah, me too. I kind of miss that they'll be grown up instead because I enjoyed watching those actors. Yeah. Get out. Sorry, man. Get out! Yo! Did you see uh, Get Out? Yeah, I saw Get Out. I also saw Get Out. Is it worth the... Do you think it's worth the 99% Rotten Tomatoes rating? It's well, no, it's not. Nothing is worth it. It's not that high. Rotten Tomatoes rating. I don't like, like Rotten Tomatoes. But I'm just asking. No, yeah, Get yeah, Out no. is. Get Out's a really yeah, good movie. I, it's I a think solid it was, horror film. Yeah, solid I, movie. I, I love to Get Out. I saw it twice in I think, theaters. I think Get Out was a really good movie. I don't think it's this cultural phenomenon that people treat it to be. Like I like my experience with Get Out was I watched it on like family video with like my girlfriend, like you know. Just like, on like a Tuesday video. night, you just watched it because <laughs> 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 they play no, the movies. Family the video <laughs> rental. <laughs> uh, you gotta watch it. So they're two hours later, still picking, sir. I mean, we're gonna have to get it anyway. Watch it here, but so I just remember walking. I just remember watching that movie, and I kind of got done with it, and I was like, almost underwhelmed because people had treated it like it's this cultural phenomenon and like speaks to everything. And like, yes, it does have a message, but at the same time, it's like. I think it's probably the same way I feel about Wonder Woman. Exactly. It's I think a it's solid, the same boat. It's a solid film. It's not, you know... It's not what people say it is. I think, yeah. Yeah, I think Jordan Peele did an excellent job in his direction. I really do think he did yeah. a good job. Yeah. That being said, Chance the Rapper was a huge uh, you know, oh, advertiser yeah. for it, so but, shout out um, to my guy. See, what Get Out did was it took the two main stereotypes in horror movies. It didn't kill off the black guy, and it didn't... like he The main character did all the right things. He did all the right things instead of doing the stupid things like you see in like Friday the 13th and stuff. I do think the that, way yeah, he killed the mom was so bad. I was like, holy crap. I took Wenzel with me. He was so like, I don't know why he was so scared. It's another listener, was, by the way. Yeah. He was all zipped up, scared. I'm like, dude, it's not scary. It's freaking sweet. What are you doing? The thing is like, I, yeah, no, I, I agree shout with out you to Wenzel. because when I was watching that movie, that's like, I don't watch horror movies like because my biggest issue is like. Why would you ever do that? Like, I just sit there and I kind of get upset. I'm just like, the stupidity in this is just blowing my mind right now. But like, that was what that was one of those horror movies where you watch it and you're just like, yes, that's exactly what you're supposed to do. If someone's coming at you with a knife, you need to like f-ing kill them. <laughs> exactly. You need to like get the knife. And like, I, I think that's, I think that was one of the more satisfying horror films I think I'd ever seen. So it definitely deserves some of the hype that it you know, received. And, and the way you guys are talking about, like, this is what I want from some of these Marvel movies and stuff to be like different. You're saying, yeah, you know, because yeah. it, it it's taken a risk. Yeah, even even if it's as simple as give the viewers what they what they've wanted, you know. But that's that's what I'm looking for to be like, not shocked, but but to be like I don't know, impressed, Inter- entertain. It feels too small of a word for it, but for like a movie of this magnitude or like movies in general. I mean, to, to 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 get something out of it. Yeah. That I, I, I can't invoke. experience. Like, okay, why well, really like Nolan movies? Like what I was saying, the experience. It's it's like something you can't get out of. To invoke an emotion. That's what art is. To be moved. To well, feel it'll, the it'll, love. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the new Blade Runner uh, 2040. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched the it. The reason why I they need killed to see Han that Solo. movie, that, but I never saw the original. I never that, saw it originally either. If you want an experience, like they do like full immersion into this future world where it's not like a CGI fest, like, you know, the prequels where it's, you, you, they have like practical stuff. So like stuff looks real. Like you, you think you're in this world with, you know, flying cars and like, and robots and stuff. So, and 
it's weird, but it's not a. It's like a weird that like okay, I'm I'm gonna watch this thing that I've never seen before. Absolutely, and, and to be sucked into. I mean, that's why I talk about Mad Max so much. I mean, is it a perfect movie? Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> just as perfect as Lee. Hey, that's I not twenty seven. I watch that movie too. It's a really good I mean, movie. But you know, but it's I just, just it's just like it. <clears throat> why what? why it's so good. It's a movie that you cannot experience anything like that. In another form, you're not going to get that. You're not going to get one of those movies <laughs> a year. But like great, great, whatever, great works that's a of once literature, a, great, great painting. Like that's a once every few years movie. Yeah, you're only going to get that once every like four or five years. So it's seriously, if you haven't seen it, what the heck is wrong? With I you? think I did myself a really big disservice by not going to see Blade Runner 2049 in theaters. Yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah, yeah I, I, I didn't see. It I wanted the big screen and the the sound. Yeah. It's really long, though. It's like two and a half hours. All right. So my last two um, shout outs for 2017, um, Kingsman. I, oh, yes. I really, yes. really, yeah. Didn't see really, really enjoy the Kingsman movies. Sorry. That being said, they they took they kind, of took they kind of took a pre-Star Wars The Last Jedi approach, and they killed off a lot of what they established in the first movie. But that's one of those movies where I was okay with it because it's, yeah. it's a new movie, and they don't exactly have ties to it. They don't have like a fan base who like really cares about it. So like I thought what they did was a little more bold, but for a smaller movie, I think that's okay. And also the last movie I saw, shoot, what was that? Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast was a good movie. Oh, now that I think about it, that was but a no, good that's one. not was what that I was this talking year? about. Yeah, that was this yeah. year surprisingly because Disney out was garbage. garbage. Yeah, garbage. I'm sorry. Kingsman was awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, what were you? Over okay, the top that wasn't the movie soft. you were gonna so say. So Kingsman. Um, what movie were you gonna say? Shoot, what was I gonna say? There was nothing else really. John Wick too. John Wick 2 was, well, it was enjoyable. But about Beauty and the Beast, like they're like oh, the, yeah, the next few Disney ready. movies you're about to see are rehashing of the re- Renaissance movies. Like oh yeah, you got the live action Lion King and Mulan coming out in the next. Oh, couple of Lion years. King has a great cast. I freaking thing. love Lion King, best movie ever made. I never enjoyed Lion King okay. like seeing it, but I think <laughs> that the cast they have established is like really. Well, like, that's Beauty and the Beast was, was whatever. It's yeah, I mean, it's whatever. It's everything I hate about. As a Disney fan, I got dragged by the girlfriend to that movie. What I what I didn't like was honestly how the how the beast looked. I can't even. I yeah, yeah. I, agree. I whipped out my phone halfway through the movie to watch the Michigan game. So yeah, the last movie I was talking about, um, Baby Driver. Oh yeah, I think Baby Driver was a really, really good. I heard movie. that was kind of a sleeper hit. So yeah. because the thing I about Baby, Baby Driver had um that almost Guardians of the Galaxy mixtape vibe to it because it didn't have like the old school. It had more of like I did the, not see Baby Driver. Had more of the, not like the punk rock, but like the punk pop like type style music where like because the whole premise behind the movie is like he has this. He was in a car accident when he was a kid, and that's where his like mom and his dad passed away. And like he has this constant ringing in his ear, so he needs to have headphones in to like block it out. So he does it with music, and like so the whole basis behind his driving skill is like music. So like mm-hmm. I think the action set pieces in that movie were like. So I don't even need to watch it now because you just music. you can spoil like everything. <laughs> I was just spoiling watch, everything. Watch you sing me the songs the he plays too. <laughs> Really good movie. I think yeah, that's another know. one that needs to be seen. I think that the ending was kind of a letdown, but I do think that the whole movie in general was a really good movie. So we're not going to talk about Transformers the last night. Oh, no, I, I didn't, didn't even bother. <laughs> see, I didn't see any trailers. We'll, we'll talk about it when it gets nominated for an Academy Award. Yeah, probably. after Transformers two, <laughs> like, <I'm gonna> <laughs> after, after it wins an Academy Award. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I didn't see where the Academy Awards Transformers. Going. I didn't see any trailers. I didn't even bother to go see it. In the I, I'll watch it. I think. It's a great movie. It got when the it lowest finally ends up rating on Netflix. out of all of them. But 
I watched yeah. it. It's horrible. It's a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I expected. So, I, mean, I feel like I'm just gonna be hurting myself. I'm not surprised. Yeah, you like probably will be. Memory. <laughs> like you, you need like to be under the influence but of something like, to watch it. They're making a Bumblebee <laughs> spinoff. Hey, it's the TCU. Yeah, the TCU. Hey man, Transformer toys are still legit. No. Yeah. If you oh get yeah. The good one. Same with GI Joe. <laughs> But tran- yeah, anyways. what's um, that coming back? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's there's a lot of movies that came out that, like Alien Covenant. I'm I'm one of the biggest like oh yeah I didn't fans, see Covenant. and it, I just Alien Covenant was there's, bad. There's there's no part of me that wants to watch it because I feel like I'm just gonna be disappointed. Anybody oh no, hear- it's beyond you know, watch beyond it. your expectations of bad. <clears throat> Did anybody uh, here see a Girls Trip? Okay, let's not what? start. Yeah, what? I really what? thought Stop it was a talking. good movie, Stop. actually. So uh, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Jay, so. cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did we not You're cut that just, out? Uh, <laughs> we're just going to cut over all Parker's parts. You got to cut that out with the music. <laughs> the only other thing I've watched was uh, Valerian. How'd you like it? Because it was... That was a... I would have watched it had I had the time. So. Like, I like the director <laughs> and his other stuff, but it's no fifth element. Like, uh, it's... I don't know. It has some weird, cool stuff in it, and then... They have people that can't really act in lead roles. <laughs> so Hallmark so, movies. So the so, Star Wars yeah. prequels. <laughs> if you're not with me, then you're my enemy. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. I will do what I must. You will try. Anyways, I don't know if I had a favorite movie this year, honestly. like Girls Trip? Cut that out. <laughs> I think Super Thor, Troopers. Thor Didn't might have been I think that's the most fun I had of the movies this year. For me, it might be Lego Batman just because. Oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't get, to, too, yeah. get to all of them, but like, wait, what movie? Lego Batman. Because honestly, I had a blast. Wow, like, I can't believe this. Thor. This whole movie, like, you, like the thing I went is, like, with, I didn't have a low that entire movie. The whole movie, I really enjoyed. I yeah. really got to see it now. It's you coming over later? It's by one of the former creators of Robot Chicken. It's solid. I mean, it's from that from that group, but I mean, my kids loved it, and 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 you know, kids laugh for the different reasons. Yeah, it's like. And I think the the fourth wall breaking is better than Deadpool. Like, I agree. I gotta see it. Yeah, it's just it makes fun of it of itself, and it knows it knows exactly what it is. Yeah, my favorite movie of 2017. Like, okay, cliche. I would say maybe Spider Man, but I really liked Get Out. I really liked it. So maybe so did between the rest those of the two. world. So. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not a bad opinion. I don't think I liked Get Out and Spider Man. Well, I, I also like. I haven't seen so. Get Out by the way, which yeah. I I will. Top. It's three. worth a watch. Yeah. Top three and no. I, just, I feel like okay. The reason I haven't a lot of movies like I can't pay attention to. Yeah. I'm doing something else basically. That actor's about to be in Black to Panther, it, but I feel like that one I, I need <laughs> to like just watch. You know. Yeah. So. so I would say top three for me in, in no specific order: Thor, Spider Man, and Get Out. Mm. Probably. No Star Wars. Mm. No. That's disappointment. Surprising for me, right? He's telling, uh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Take that, never. Jared. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, huh? He sounds Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't need to hear his criticism. <laughs> yeah. So instead of instead of like, I would do your same list. Instead of Get Out, I would substitute Logan in there. I still think oh, Logan yeah. is probably one of the better films of this entire year. So. Yeah. Ryan, you like Dunkirk? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dunkirk was probably the best I saw in theaters this year and the best that I saw that came out this year. Um, other than that, Super Troopers is the best I saw that didn't come out this year. <laughs> <laughs> Sequel out next year. Yeah, circa two. <laughs> what, what? Super, Troopers, Super Troopers 2 next year. 420. 
Yep, 420. All the cops going to be sitting uh, outside the cinemas. What's your uh, most anticipated movie for 2018? I don't even know what's coming out. Avengers. Uh, Avengers Infinity War, actually. Uh, that's all that matters. Solo. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing, I guess. Um, I think Black Panther's probably... How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Black Panther looks Black Panther good. Back. Almost a sleeper hit is the thing. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to like Black Panther a lot because I think... Yeah, okay, finally. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Here's, here's the reason why. Because all, all the other ones... I complain about Formulaic, and I think it has the most potential to break away from that. Because it's establishing a new character, so it always it's always easier to give those mm-hmm. a chance. It's a new I, environment. I think it's so funny. It's, it's really what you're going to do with that second half of the movie. I think it's funny that in Black Panther you have Human Torch from the new Fantastic mm-hmm. Four and you got the guy from Get Out in the same movie. <laughs> Actually, if you think... And of, Andy Serkis. No, Andy. if you think about it, you have both Human Torches because wasn't Michael oh, B. Yeah. Jordan the Human Torch in the new Fantastic yep, Four? and uh, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah, if wow, that's an, crazy. If he makes an appearance, they would have both Human Torches. That's crazy, yeah. I did not Ooh, realize that. Um, Ready Player One is coming out. Ready Player One, I saw the trailer. You know. Tomb Raider's coming out. I read the list of Easter eggs for Ready Player One, and it the was Iron really, Giant. really deep. The Iron Giant. Pre- Predator, Pacific Rim. Not interesting. Ant-Man, Wasp. Ant-Man oh. and Wasp is next year? Yep. Yeah, I forgot oh. about that. That, that, one that was a bunch of stuff. So, man. So many movies to be disappointed. Incredibles about. Right. two, <laughs> Incredibles two, Incredibles two. Oh, I want to see that bad. Is the movie next year? Is it Brad Bird? Yeah, yeah, it's Brad yes. Bird. Okay, that's yeah. that's the only. Even though I, I, I want to see that and Sicario too. Brad Bird started with the yeah Simpsons. Sicario. Okay, most anticipated for me either Incredibles or most really the Avengers. <laughs> really Avengers the Avengers is yeah. event twenty eighteen is the Avengers Infinity War. That's what year it is. <clears throat> Whether it's good or whether it's just just Justice wrote down it's actually Maze Runner Death Cure. No, it's so. not. I haven't seen I haven't read any of the books or seen any of the movies. Maze Runner Maze Runner is like it's like let's not talk about it. No, I'll, I'll talk about it. Yeah, dude. Stop. Maze Runner's like Cut it out. Maze Runner is like the Jay, you said you're not interested really in Infinity War, but when Parker started clapping in the theater and then everyone else followed <laughs> And you know how I said it was going to be. Yeah. Like, I st- almost didn't my, started my clapping eyes I saw rolled that so hard, I almost had aneurysm. It was sweet. I don't care what you say. <laughs> Being in that environment with um, the Avengers of Video War trailer of literally 10 years of like, build up to it, that's a really cool environment yep. to be in. You know okay, how much I started clapping. I have to hold back during like movies where I'm just like, oh. <laughs> when I watched the. Uh, Episode three, the whatever. Star Wars? Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, man. Never saw it. My parents won't let me. me. He was crying. <laughs> when, when, like, what's his, Anakin, like, died or whatever? Like, he, he didn't die. die. <laughs> when he gets burned? <laughs> yeah. Oh, when he gets burned up? Spoilers. It's a or when they had to leave movie. or something, that, that scene with him and, uh. When they have the kids? Him and Padme. Luke and Leia? He was crying. I was like, Dude. I was trying not to laugh. I was trying to be, <laughs> I trying to be respectful, you know, because I didn't want to. I didn't want him to think I was laughing at him. <laughs> but you were. Totally yeah. totally were. Because I, I was laughing at the scene. Because I and then I noticed he was crying. I was like, <clears throat> like, <laughs> no. But when people, you know, it's gonna be a big movie, whether yeah. you like. No, it or no, not, I'll, so. I'll watch it. Like It'll I have, be, of course. I think, think it's gonna be a hit, cultural. You think it's gonna hit two billion in the box office? No, you don't think so. Absolutely. Force Awakens did like nothing. That being said, I think it's I think it's that rare movie that can bring in fan bases from all around the world because I know that like people like us talk about the MCU as this one big idea, but then again, you have a lot of people who are like, I'm an Iron Man fan and I only see the Iron Man movies, or I'm a Captain America fan, I only see the Captain America Speaking movies. And I think 
that Infinity War can bring all of those audiences together to show you like a huge story that like I feel like that hasn't been done in movies before. Honestly, for me, it just comes down to story. You know, you never hear me complain about action scenes and stuff yeah. like that because I feel like those are really yeah. good. Honestly, yeah, with the Lord They're of the amazing. Rings, Two Towers yeah. style war speaking scenes of, in the trailer. Um, speaking of movies hitting two billion, like just shortly, uh, does. They're making like twenty Avatar sequels or something. Let's not no. talk about. Let's that. not talk. I haven't even seen the first one. What? Let's not I talk have about not that seen was a the good first one. one. Not worth it. Man, why you got? Man, we about to close the show on like a good. Well, note. is and it coming out like, next year? Because we were talking about movies coming. I yeah. Think what's Avatar that? What's that coming. girls? What? What's that movie? <laughs> you were talking about girls trip. What about girls trip? Yeah. I guess right. I shouldn't see. Real good movie. Girls trip is my recommendation for twenty eighteen. That you guys been okay. You can cut this whole part out. Everyone be quiet and we can start fresh. Okay, we're closing out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, I think we've, uh, yeah, we covered the whole gamut of movies and stuff. Yeah, so, 2017. Yeah. Oh, um, but thank you guys for uh, joining us. Yep, anytime. Thanks, oh, thanks yeah. Josh. I, <laughs> yeah, this, this won't be our last podcast. We won't just do them once a year and talk about Star Wars. We still play games. Don't worry about that. We went to actually Gen Con. There's, there's just a ton. But we'll be back. This isn't our last one. We're not the last Jedi. We're not all quitting. To yeah. disappear they're not about to yeah we're not answering <laughs> questions that don't need to be answered no instead we'll float back like leia and uh just maybe we can get the whole squad on if jay gets enough microphones so anyways uh hopefully you've enjoyed you can uh follow us for more content and stuff facebook twitter or email us uh, out of space games uh, out of space games at gmail.com so uh check our other episode episodes uh if you want to hear our, our thoughts about games and stuff what have else? a happy new year you guys you guys have any shout outs or like you want people to follow you if they um, like what you yeah heard? you can follow me on twitter i primarily yeah, tweet about i don't things. think that's what he meant yeah well, I'm it's gonna, cool you yeah can, you can come find me at the farm <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's your farm. Uh, I, I primarily tweet <laughs> I about like video this. games and things that upset me about video games at parker underscore wesley 23 so if you care about video games at all i probably retweeted it at some point uh yeah twitter josh 29 parsons i tweet about baseball a lot so that might not interest people listening to this kind of i don't, podcast. I don't follow him no yeah. i'm kidding, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um but so yeah um thanks for listening i hope you had an awesome t- 2017 assuming i get no unfortunately okay uh have a great 2018 it's gonna be a good <laughs> one uh, i'm not gonna get this out before the new year we all know that um but thanks for listening my name is jay my name is sean I'm Ryan. I'm Josh. And I'm Parker. This is Out of Space Games. We'll catch you next time. Happy New Year. Jay is the last Jedi.